What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Um, let me get B up in here, and then um, we'll wait for some more people, and then we'll go to get started. Uh, give me a second. All right. What's good? What's good? What's good? I'm in here. What's good, Ash? What's good? Keith, Six, see y'all in here. I'm about to send out the DMs and everything right now. Yo, B, hold me down for a second, bro. Got you. I got you. I'm just sending out to the. Uh, I'm just sending out to the DMs and everything right now. So, I got you. I got you. What's good, y'all? Welcome to the uh, the three and one post game. You know, sponsored by U Stadium and VSN. So, what's good with y'all? About to get this get this going, getting all the DMs sent out and everything as we speak. So, just bear with us here. I see Cousins is in the building. Cousins, what's up, Cousins? Number one Philly fan. I see you. I see you, man. <laughs> Cousins already told me fuck Philly. So I'm feeling good today already. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, <Cousins. laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, so we're about to get this started, man. I see Keith, 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 man. Whole off season, man. Yeah, re retweet the space, please, and just let letting people know that we ready and we in here, you know, shit like that. Um but you go, people are gonna start coming as soon. Um, you know, you know they get uh ready. Uh, right. A lot of people watching the Met game right now, which you know they look like utter fucking trash. But you know we'll see. Who are they playing tonight? Cardinals. Oh, all right, all right. I don't have the best team. What'd you say, cousins? Let me get. Let me send the rest of the DMs out here for a second. Here, what I send them? Man, basketball, two play, soccer. Cousin, you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I, I'm just trying to find a, a quiet area. I'm oh. down south with like 30 relatives. It's crazy. <laughs> Yo. All my family's here, you know. Oh, they gonna they're gonna get the experience the the uh, the show. No, nah, they could give a flying fuck about our show. <laughs> Good for them. None of them are on Twitter. Yeah, man. What's up with this guy? What's up with this guy? Edge was saying that you guys signed. What the hell is up with this guy? It's just a minor league guy. Just, I mean, that's the problem is you need to have eight or nine pitches. You need guys that are going to be able to come up for the minors because you know if you have seven, eight starting pitches, there's a good chance six of them are going to sometime miss starts. Right, so, right. Yep. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, listen, I'm not worried about him. I'm, I'm, you know, more worried about, you know, this running the same mess back again. I mean, we're top heavy again, and we have to rely on That's my biggest problem. I'm not, I mean – if we got to rely on Dylan Bundy at any point this year, it's going to be a long year. <laughs> obviously, he's he's one of he's one of Edge's favorite players. You know what I'm saying? I saw that. <laughs> he probably cost them a bet or a fantasy week or something. All right, yeah, that that's our favorite. My bad, my bad. Listen, you good? Um, look, I know a lot of people watching the Met game and everything. Um, so, um, we're just going to keep it fucking, I'm not going to play, I'm not, I'm not going to basically have this for, you know, 
you know, four or five hours at a time. Um, this is just a little preview on baseball uh, for the most part. And, you know, just to get some ideas out, you know, predictions out there. Um, uh, Eddie's going to be in for in a few. Uh, I didn't know Cousins was going to show um, for the most part. So, um, you know, I appreciate everyone coming in. Um, you know, this is just a new year, new name. Um, yo, Eddie, go on, the, go on the, uh, the 3 and one account, bro, um, so uh, we can, you know, do that when you come in, bro. Um, go on the 3 and one account. But, um, yeah, I'm not going to have this. I got to – Dinner reservations with the wife, but this is just some like quick preview. Um, see how you know everyone gauges their teams. Um, you know, we had a good year last year as a group. Um, you know, had a lot of fun. Uh, just want to go ahead and continue. Uh, you know, having that fun, having that conversation. Um, you know, tell them B that the Phillies stink, okay, and fucking fuck the Phillies and all of that shit. You know, just continue to can you continue to trend. Uh, um, you know, um, you know. <laughs> No, you, know, you, you or your used car salesman shit, bro. You already know. Um, you know. Um, but um, you know, it's just it's just good it's just good to be back, you know, uh, you know, just talking ball again. Um and you know, just enjoying people company, uh, for the most part. So um they're gonna have a lot of new people, a lot of new a lot of new listeners, a lot of new uh, people that wanna learn about this fucking game. And, um, you know, between me, my, uh, you know, cousins, B and Eddie, I think that we could do that for y'all, um, with everyone else that's actually tuning in. So, uh, once again, appreciate y'all, um, you know, just a lot going on with, from a personal standpoint, from, you know, with everyone, um, uh, with our group, um, you know, just, it's just got to bear with us, uh, you know, uh, and, you know, just hold on. It's going to be fucking a wild ass year, like, just like last year. But, um, to start it off, look. Um, this is a Met-based show or Met-based space, uh, first and foremost. Um, but we have a lot of other teams and people, you know, that, you know, follow other teams, Yankees, Astros, Braves, you know, you name it. They, you know, they, you name it, they've been in here. So um, we we all start off with the Mets because a lot of our, you know, listeners are Mets fans. Um, and, you know, they want to hear about what's going on, uh, first and foremost. And then we'll get to everyone else, you know, Atlanta fans, you know, Frankie, the, the, the Yankee therapy because of the Severino injury again, it's like clockwork. You know, I know you want to talk about that. Um, you know, just a lot of things, just a lot of things, you know, uh, going on uh, with the game and the rule changes and the prediction, things like that. So um, I'm just going to come up and just speak on it just right off the rip. Um, I think the Mets are not winning 100 games, obviously. Um, they have suffered a lot of, you know, debilitating injuries. You could put it that way or you could say it that way. Diaz being out for the year. Um, you know, the Mets are fragile, okay? They don't really have death like how they had death last year. Um, Joe, I see you, bro. Give me a second. Um, uh, they don't really have death like how they had death last year. And that's my concern. Um, one catastrophic, in, uh, uh, catastrophic injury. I don't consider Diaz injury as a catastrophic because they have bullpen guys that could withstand him and get them where they need to go. I know everybody is jumping off the ledge, but bullpen arms are bullpen arms. As long as you get the job done uh, and they can close the game out, until they can't show me that they can't close the game out, I want to say bullpen is an issue. But I'm my, I'm more worried about you know the bottom half of the lineup and and you know a, a debilitating injury to a Lindor or a fucking Pete Alonso. Um, Vegas have these his team as a 93 win team. I think that's the correct number. I have the Mets at 92 uh, wins currently. I am uh, basically the first wild card team. Um, the first wild card team 
uh, uh, you know, in, in the National League, uh, you know, going forward here. Um, that is my prediction. Okay, you don't have to take it as like a like gospel, um, but you know that's what I think that this team's ceiling is because of the injury risk they have, um, um, and you know just the fra- just the being so fragile. You know, one 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 wrong you know wrong situation, and they can basically be fucked. So, um, on the high end, I think that they are a 92 win team and they are, you know, who they are, who they are. Um, uh, their offense is going to sputter this year. I'm not even going to hold y'all. I'm not even going to tell you anything else different. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, a work in progress because they brought back the same people, um, you know, to generate offense, like how they have, you know, last year. And I don't see it this year. Um, I'm not painting doom and gloom. I think the Mets are still a good team, but I don't think that they're as good as last year's team because of the depth that they have. Um, but that's my prediction. I'll go ahead and, you know, pass it around the room, but we're going to start off with that, uh, with the Mets. The Mets have a lot of questions, uh, a lot of questions, and they don't really have answers to if those questions get, you know, come out, you know, uh, during the season. So, um, uh, with that said, I'll go ahead with uh, Cousins, and then I know B want to talk about the Phillies. Uh, Eddie is not here uh, just as yet, so I'll go around the room until Eddie is here. Uh, once again, don't be shy. Uh, let me get uh, Eddie here because uh, he's on the 301 account. Uh, one, uh, once again, don't be shy coming up. Um, want to hear as many people as possible uh, so we can, you know, let's have a round table uh, and, you know, talk more about your team or even what you think of them. Uh, you know, going forward here. So um, let me go ahead and get uh, Cousins in. Uh, B, you can put your two cents in, um, obviously. Uh, and then I'll start adding people uh, and then uh, go forward from there. So uh, go ahead, Cousins. All right. Uh, with the Mets, I mean, the, the Diaz thing concerns me because, you know, we talk about last year's team. We had probably the best closer in baseball. And, you know, he was a serious serious safety blanket for this team last year. And without him, I mean, you know, you're talking about Robertson and you have guys that go year to year as relief pitches. So with their bullpen, I'm, I'm worried. And you are right about the depth or whatever, but the, I just think this, I, I just can't get past the fact that Escobar is a journeyman who sucked for four and a half months last year. And our second best prospect looked like he's ready to play. How is this kid, like, not getting these at-bats in spring training right now? Escobar and also can only hit from one side. We know that. His splits from one side are, are atrocious. And the other thing, I, I don't mind Vogelback, um, the Darren Ruff thing. Th- these two issues, to me, this team ignored, and, and I think it's going to hurt them out of the shoot. And I could be wrong. Ruff and Escobar can get off the great starts. I don't see it. I, I don't like their chances. But there is no way, in my opinion, that this team – is needed to get younger. They need to get the youth involved. And I, I think it's on Buck. And we all blame Epler. We could say whatever we want. But I, this is the way Buck wants to run his team. I know he said the right things early in spring, but actions speak louder than words. And everybody, I, I watched what Howard Johnson said about this kid, Beatty. I mean, this kid has one of the sweetest swings. I, 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 in my opinion, him, to me, the two guys in this minor league system, I am highest on him and Alex Ramirez, and how this kid is not going to be on this team contributing and helping this team. I mean, we, we, we can't deny it. I mean, look at the bottom of this order. The bottom of this order is what we suffered through last year. 
You know we're going to, I mean, Nito's going to be a 300 hitter. You, you're going to get, are you going to get this out of Canna? Canna's a fourth outfielder. I think we're relying on the wrong guys. And I, and the other thing that is going to bother me, the Yankees are bringing Volpe. He's going to go north with the Yankees. The Yankees, you know, they got it wrong for a few years with the IKF stuff, you know, getting Donaldson. But you're seeing the Yankees. The Yankees are not worried about service time. And if this has to do with service time with Beatty, I'm going to lose my shit because this team needs to get off to a good start. The good things I am positive about, I, I, I think Verlander is winning the Cy Young. I think Verlander is going to be amazing. I mean, he's going to be a fan favorite. I, just, I love the way he pitches. I love, now that he's on your team and you watch him, I just love the way he competes. I love his intensity. And, you know, it's hard to get leadership out of pitches, but he's one of those guys you can get it from. But after that, this team, I, I, I just don't understand I can't get past the Brett Beatty thing. The Brett Beatty thing is blowing my mind. And I know people tell me, oh, he'll probably be up. He'll probably be up. The fact that that this team is giving Escobar and Ruff a shot again is an embarrassment and disgrace, in my opinion. Escobar, we know what he is. He's a role player. He's a journeyman role player. He's getting older. This kid Beatty's ready. And Vientos, who I never was high on, Vientos, if you're watching Vientos swing, and we've watched Aaron Ruff in New York, there is, it's a no brainer that vientos has to be in that right-handed spot so let's get to b let's hear his philly take and again as always b fuck philly <laughs> listen listen b um uh, before you go i'm gonna leave the, gonna leave the phillies out of it i'm gonna leave the phillies out of it um we waited for eddie eddie is a little bit busy he's on a new account um if y'all don't know um we created a name finally after everyone tell us you know create a name um, if you're not following it, uh, it's three and one uh, post game. Uh, once again, if you don't know the origin of the actual uh, name, is three Met fans to one Philly fan, and you know we always say fuck the Phillies, so fuck the Phillies. So um, you know it's, it's all good, um, but that's the origin of the actual you know name. It's nothing like you know crazy, nothing that rhymes, nothing that's you know quick thinking. But we're not gonna leave ourselves short of doing other stuff other than baseball. So that's why. We have three Mets fans, one Philly fan, and that's why we came up with three or one. Okay, and and obviously, um, the other reason I came up for uh, for that name is Piazza's my favorite player, and his fucking number is fucking thirty one. So there you go. Um, but y'all ain't need to know all of that. But uh, um, and I, he is a Philly guy, P. So hey, there you go too. So so there you go, Phoenix. Phoenix, there you go. So there you go, bro. Um, but. <laughs> uh, you could go ahead, B, and then we get to people until, uh, you know, Eddie uh, is ready, and then he can say his piece. Um, uh, uh, he's a little bit busy with the wife right now, um, but, you know, you know, shit happens. Um, you know, that's that's the story of fucking 2023. So um, go ahead, B, and then we'll get to people. All right, so the Mets, the Mets I look at it sort of like what, what Cousins was saying was, you know, we, we obviously the DS thing, it's going to hurt. Um, in my opinion, it's gonna you, you just can't replace a guy that dominant. He, I mean, even if the bullpen does well, it's not gonna be as good as I can't picture it being as good as like Diaz. Basically, if Diaz came in the game, the game's over, you know. So that 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 I feel like it's gonna it's gonna be a an issue at some point. Um, but everything comes back to what we were talking about at the end of the season last year, honestly, and to what you guys were talking. Like Buck Buck has to get out of his own way. Like, you know, you have these young guys that prove that they belong on a major league roster and have a way higher ceiling than the, than the, the guys that are, you know, the, the, the utility guys, I guess you want to call them, that are going to be playing. 
you got to get those bats in the lineup, especially this year. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't let things go, get out of hand or anything. Uh, I, I don't understand why, you know, Vientos and Beatty, they should both be in the lineup. Uh, they should both be playing. They, they, they had a great spring. Um, I saw the, also what Cousins was talking about, the Howard Johnson interview. I saw that. Um, he was talking about Beatty. So I, I saw that, 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 that interview. Uh it just to me is a mistake to not to not have Beatty up. Um, these other guys could they do could they do well? Sure, they could do well. I guess it's just they're, they're, it's a proven thing. You know what I'm saying? You know what you're going to get out of these guys for the most part. And I think you can get more out of the young guys. You can get more out of Beatty. You can get more out of Vientos. And I think they should both be a part of it. I mean, if you look if you look back at the teams that are successful, they always use young guys. They're not scared to use those young guys. They're not scared to allow them to make mistakes. My team does it. We allowed our team, our players, our young players to play, make mistakes, and become uh, pieces of, for for another trade in the in in the off season. So, um, I, I just I just think that's a big mistake. And if 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 we don't see Baby here in the early in the season at all, just a big mistake in my opinion. I don't think uh, I think the team is it, it looks pretty much the same. I know Alvarez probably is not going to get any time, and I saw also. Now, Buck did an interview and said it would be great if Alvarez didn't come up at all this year. To me, that's a that's I, I can't, you know, saying saying the whole year. I, I mean, thank you, Buck, but uh, I just think you guys have some young guys that should be be used and are better than the players that are that, that are being put on the roster in the beginning of the season. So I think that's where it all comes down to. And you know, these guys had a saying last year: Buck had the golden horseshoe up his ass. Uh, for a lot of the season, and they said that a lot, and that horseshoe kind of like you know exited his ass, you know, late in the season. And I think I think that you know that's what it is. It, it, it you know this 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 you know playing the older guys, going with the veterans over the young guys thing. That's a thing that he's been doing his his entire career. And um, I think he has to change his ways. And and and, uh, and I think and I think for the most part, the season really depends on those young guys. In my opinion, I, you know what you're going to get out of the top five guys. You know they're going to be productive as long as they're healthy. You know they can play the game. But to have a hole in the bottom of the lineup all year, you can't do that again this year. It's just not that type of not that type of year, I don't think. I don't think that's it's, it's what you want to do. So um, depending if they – you know, depending where they go, I, I see them as like my prediction for the Mets right now is, you know, the mid-80s, 87 win team, somewhere in that area. Um, but I think that and also that 87 depends on if, if you're willing to put Beatty and these guys in the lineup. I think if they if they don't put Beatty in the lineup and don't put these guys in the lineup, I think it will it will it'll 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 lower the win total. So that's just my opinion. I don't I don't think that I don't think that that you can get away with not playing the young guys this year. I just don't see that. So that's my take. Um Appreciate you guys. Appreciate everybody who came in, man. And uh, we all look forward to having a great year uh, with the post-game show and talking a lot of baseball. So appreciate everybody that came in, man. Can't wait to hear your takes. Uh, the regulars, you know, down to the regulars, down to everyone that was with us last year. Appreciate y'all. Um, let's go ahead and, you know, get pe- get to people uh, so they can give their, you know, uh, their takes. Um, and, you know, we, obviously we do things in order. Please don't cut no one off. You know, you know, you already know what's going on. Um, so we're going to start with the fucking. Yeah, Edge, I'm ready. <laughs> oh, you ready? All right. My bad. My bad. My bad. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and get to Eddie. Uh, he's on the new, he's on the three and one, uh, you know, uh, page that we created. So, uh, once again, if you're not following it, please do. 
Uh, we're going to do a lot of, you know, post-game stuff from this account um, along with our personals. Um, so at least going to be one of us actually going to be on this damn account, you know, with the post-game. So, um, you know, you'll get all the news from us, uh, you know, and what we thought and thoughts and everything. Uh, once again, before we go to Eddie, shout out to my man, Keith. Okay, um, you know, and Eddie, uh, we created these fucking logos. He had a Pakistani or, uh, you know, Sri Lankan create the fucking uh, the banner. <laughs> and, and then uh, my man Keith, shout out to him. Uh, he created the fucking logo that we got. Uh, appreciate you. If you don't know who Keith is, uh, he's basically Shay and Sons. They have their own podcast. They have their own, you know, uh, stuff in the morning or afternoon. So uh, you can follow him too. Real cool people. So um, go ahead, Eddie. Yeah, so um, before I get, you know, to this whole uh, prediction thing out there, just remember, everybody that's listening, this is merely a prediction. You know, we did this with the Knicks. I did it personally with the Knicks before the season was over, you know, uh, was going on. Most people predicted the Knicks to win, you know, 40 games, 41 games. So just, you know, take this for what it is. I'll start with the positives for the Mets. You know, the Mets are, are coming, you know, off one of the best seasons in franchise history. We won, you know, one, you know, basically had one of the best seasons ever last year where, where we won 101 games. It was a phenomenal season, it, you know, even though it ended not the way we wanted it to end. It was a great season. It was a good run. And the Mets, you know, built a culture last year. They, they put together a winning culture. They put together a team that that's a destination. We're a free agent destination. So, you know, that's the good, the, you know, the good part is, is that the Mets now are a team that free agents want to go to. It's a team that's, you know, well-known around the league and around MLB. Uh, so they have the best owner in baseball. That, that That's a fact. So, you know, like everybody else with, with, with me, the first thing that sticks out with me is obviously we lost Diaz. This is a no-brainer. We lost Diaz, but not only did we lose Diaz, you know, we promoted Robertson to from setup to the closing role. And we brought back Adovino. Uh, we brought back Drew Smith. And, we, you know, we have, we brought in, you know, Brooks Raley. We got Negosak. You know, we had, you know, John Curtis, Hunter, the, the lefty, McGurnum, whatever his name is. Understand that last year, the Mets bullpen was top five. That The Mets bullpen was their strong suit. Everybody talks about the Mets last year and that their strong suit was their starters. No, the Mets had a top five bullpen in baseball, probably top three. You know, if you go back and look at the numbers. So the, the bullpen is obviously going to take a hit right out the gate. And I don't expect guys like Adovino, you know, year to year, bullpens are different, man. It's like, you know, you don't know what you're going to get out of guys year to year. I don't expect the Adovino to have as great as a year as he did last year. You know, it's off and on. So that's the Mets first hit is the bullpen. It won't be as good as last year. And obviously, they lost Diaz. We lost the best closer in baseball or the second best closer in baseball. So that's going to be a hit. Then you go over to the rotation. Now, obviously, we lost to Grom. That was a uh, you know a kick in the guts. It was a kick in the balls, frankly. We replaced him with you know uh, Justin Verlander. You know, good job by the Mets doing there. To me, the Grom's better. The Grom's younger. I know Verlander's, you know, you know, a little bit older and stuff, but he's coming across the side. You know, he's coming uh, off a Cy Young season. To me, you have nowhere to go up from there. You're only going to go down. You know, I'm not saying that the Mets didn't do a good job in replacing him. They did a great job. 
they they brought in the best possible candidate, but you're replacing DeGrom with, with Verlander and the Mets are relying on two older guys to get, you know, to get them through the uh, 162 game season plus playoffs if we get there. So that to me, the Mets have nowhere to go but down because of their age. The Mets are one injury away from being a fucking 500 team if, if Scherzer or DeGrom or, or Ver, sorry, Verlander goes down. Then we replace Senga, sorry, we, put, we replace Bassett with an unknown commodity in Senga. To me, that's a problem. That, to me, we went down again. And again, just so you guys know, I'm not shitting on the Mets. I'm just telling you how I see it, okay? Don't get fucking mad at me. Don't get aggressive with me. This is just how I see it. You guys may not like what you're hearing, but this is just my take. If you guys disagree with me, that's fine. And if I'm fucking wrong, I'll be the first person to fucking come out and admit it. Then we go to Carrasco. Carrasco's coming across a good good year last year. Let's hope he, you know, we get the same from him, you know, the same thing. And then we're gonna have Peterson or and McGill to be probably the fifth and sixth guy. I like Peterson. I like McGill. I personally I think they should send McGill to the bullpen, but that's just me. I know he's a guy that gets hurt a lot. He's kind of soft, so we'll see what happens there. So last but not least, let's get to this lineup. This to me is where the Mets fucked up the biggest. We've all called, we've been calling on the Mets to bring in a fucking hitter since last June. We, we all saw it. Last year, they had a magical lineup. They did all the right things. As B would say, Buck, Buck had a magic horse up his ass. But they needed to bring somebody in. And this has been going on since fucking June. They needed to bring in a bat. Now, if they would have gone out and got, you know, uh, what's the fucking guy's name? What's the shortstop's name that they were going to bring in? I'm, Correa. Correa. I'm, I'm, I'm like fucking so burnt out. Now, if the Mets would have came and bought it, brought in Correa, I honestly wouldn't have had a problem. I wouldn't have had a problem. Because Correa is a guy that's going to hit 290. He's sort of like Marte. You know, he'll get you 15, 18 homers. He's going to get you those RBS. He's a professional bat. But the fact that they didn't do anything after they lost Correa, that's a big, big no-no for me. That's a big, big no-no. And as Mets fans, we all knew the biggest weakness on this team is their lineup. Now you have so you you, you look at the lineup. You have Nimmo. You have Marte. Marte's getting older. We can't expect Marte to be the best hitter on this team again. We can't expect that. We can't. The best hitter on this on this team is going to be Jeff McNeil. It has to be. He's the younger guy. He's the guy that's, you know, in the prime of his career. He's the guy. McNeil's the guy that's going to be the best hitter on this team. Most consistent. Hopefully, Marte's going to be the second best. But we don't know. He's coming off a fucking major surgery. Okay? Alonzo, we're probably going to get a good year out of him. Hopefully, he doesn't, you know, turn into Julius Randle and become a mental case. We just need consistency. Hopefully Lindor shows up and it's not 2021 Lindor. Hopefully Lindor gives us what he did last year. Connor's a big problem. I don't like Connor, man. Connor had a great year last year, but like Cousin said, he's a fourth outfielder. He's a fucking fourth outfielder. We needed to get better. I like Vogel back. I like him hitting off ladies and stuff, but he's a 
at the end of the day, look at what this guy, what this, what does, what does this guy do? He's one dimensional player. You know, Escobar, I don't mind him. I don't mind him. I know he had a terrible five months last year, but Edge, Edge, Edge made a great uh, point all, all off season. This guy's playing for a contract. So he's going to probably most likely have a good year. Last but not least, you go to the, the, the catching situation. This is an area where, where the Mets actually upgraded. I, I know Navarez is not, or I'm, a, I know I'm not, I'm probably not saying his name right. Navarez or Narviaz, whatever the fuck you say. Keith, you could pronounce it right, but he's an upgrade over, um, you know, that fucking scrub we sent to Baltimore. And Nito's okay. Nito's a good catcher. So I think we did upgrade there. As far as the bench goes and, and, and all these other pieces, they got to bring Brett Beatty up. They, they, the guy has to be up here because we need young guys to produce. If this team wants to have a winning record, you need Beatty and Vientos to be up here and get Major League fucking at-bats. We need to be the Atlanta Braves, and we need to get these guys fucking at-bats. I understand if you want to leave them down in the minors for a month, but one of the two, Vientos or Beatty, has to be up here. I don't want to see fucking Darren Ruff. I, I, the guy's got wrist problems. They're already making excuses for this guy. He fucking, he's not a guy I want to rely on. So we got to go young there. So at the end of the day, when I look at this team, I look at the schedule, I look at the age, I look up the lineup, I think the Mets are going to be in big trouble. I think they're in big trouble. We can't expect them to win 101 games. I don't think anybody in their right mind would. But I see this team floundering. I see them going to, I think they're going to be a floundering team the first half. You know, looking at that schedule, I think they're going to find, I think it's going to be hard. But where I do see the light is if the Mets are floundering and let's say they're, you know, 500, a couple games over 500 by, you know, June, I think they'll go and make a move and bring in a bat. Or bring in a closer. I I don't think the Mets are going to be gunshot. So I think the Mets are going to kind of be around that, you know, a little bit over 500, you know, from now until like June. I don't, the schedule just screams to me that they're not going to be 10, 15, 20 games over 500 like they were last year. I think they're going to flounder and and that's okay because the Phillies were like this. And this is how teams make a run. So I think the Mets are going to flounder, but I think. They're going to fucking make a move. And I think after they make a move or two, I think they're going to fucking go on a run. I think they're going to go on a big run. I say right now, looking at this team, I say about 86, maybe 85 to 87 wins right now. Right now, they're 85 to 87 wins. On the high side, 88, 89 wins. But right now, I see the mid-80s, 85 is, is about right to me. But if they make a fucking move, which I think it's going to be a no-fucking-brainer, I think they could be a wild-card team again. Uh, the Braves are the best team still in this division. They're, you know, again, they're the king. you're the king until somebody takes you out. The Braves, to me, on paper, they're the best team. They don't, they're not, they don't really have injuries. You got Ozzy Albies back. He's... I know they lost their shortstop. I get all that, but they're getting Ozzy Albies back. You know, they're, they they're, they they bought in the catcher. They 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 to me are the team to beat right now. They're going to be in first. I think the Phillies will be second. 
And right now, I think the Mets are going to be third. But, again, that could all change if the Mets go out and make a move. And I, I, I don't think that will be a problem because you can see sometimes, sometimes the best teams are the ones that aren't always playing the best in the beginning because I don't give a fuck how they start. I give a fuck how they finish because I learned my lesson last year. So this year is not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard fought. But I still think they're good enough to be in it. But I think the Mets are a move or two away from real, real contention. And I don't. Th- and the Mets have the prospects to fucking do it. So that's where I stand on it. Uh, let's go Mets. I- I'm still positive. I'm looking forward to the season. Uh, and um, I can't wait till it starts. I think it's going to be a great year. No team has it easy. No team has it easy. So I, I just can't wait till the season gets started. I Sorry I was a little long-winded, but uh, thank you guys for uh, hearing me out. Well, I appreciate you. Uh, let's go ahead and get to the people. Uh, they've been waiting long enough. Um, uh, Joe is in here first, so uh, let's go Joe, Petey. Uh, uh, let's go uh, Keith, New York to Shea, and then uh, we'll, we'll get to uh, Chris and Hector. Uh, go ahead. Thanks, Edge, and I uh, just want to say, again, uh, looking forward to another year with you guys. Uh, you know, like I said, I stumbled on, I stumbled in here last year when you, I think maybe the second day you started this thing and, you know, got me through a lot of rough nights. You get, you let me, uh, you let me, you know, do my crazy rants and get off my chest, which is, which is a lot. Uh, last year should have been right. We had a great year, but, you know, I still ranted a lot, but uh, uh, I appreciate you, uh, Edge, for uh, doing this. All you guys, B, Eddie, Cousins, of course. And look, I'll be honest with you. Listening to you guys, I agree with everything Edge said. I agree with everything Cousins said. I agree with everything that Eddie said. I really do. I mean, basically the stuff that you guys said is all true, and I agree with it. I mean, I'll add a couple of things um, as far as I have them winning like mid-80s too, uh, Eddie. I know you just said 80, I have about 85, 86 wins. And I say that because, you know, I, I just don't – I have no confidence that Robertson's going to be able to handle the, the load as, as the closer. I mean, we had a guy last year that was so automatic that it was crazy. I mean, we we, we played a lot of low-scoring games because we don't have a prolific offense, guys. We have a game where we're based on pitching, you know, pitching, defense, and, and, and the bullpen. And, you know, games that are 2-1, 3-2 – I mean, I'm going to have the rosary beads out. I'm going to be biting my nails, you know, when Robertson's in these games or wherever it is, if it's bullpen by committee. So I mean, that's a big loss. Um, the, bullpen, the, the, the lineup, you know how I feel about that edge. I mean, look, from five through nine, I worry about this team. One through four is fine. I mean, it's, it's great. Uh, five through nine, I mean, I don't like McNeil batting fifth. Protect, he's not the guy I want protecting Alonzo. I want a power hitter protecting Alonzo. not a guy who's a slap hitter. I want a guy who can wreck a game, you know. That you know, protecting him, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Eddie, you said it. I mean, you got guys like Con Escobar, Nito. I mean, they, oh, here's my biggest problem, guys. We have a almost a four hundred million dollar payroll with the luxury tax. It's like I I use the analogy. It's like we're paying a thousand dollars a month for a Hyundai Elantra, and the Atlanta Braves are paying a thousand dollars a month for a Mercedes Benz. I mean, we're not getting any bang for the buck. My God, when you look at this lineup, it's old men at the bottom, rough and Vogelbach. Vogelbach stinks. He, you saw the video the other day. He's screaming, "I, I can't get a fucking hit." I mean, he's hitting like under two hundred in spring. He looks, he's just bad. He, I don't, I didn't see him losing any weight. He looks, he still looks like a two pound salami and a one pound bag. 
I mean, you know, it's just, I look at these guys, I say, my God, we didn't, I, sitting in that stadium there watching us getting one hit by Musgrove, I'm saying to my, everybody's looking at each other, every fan in here, man, we got to get better, but we got to add some bats, man. Oh, we're definitely going to add some bats. Oh, don't worry about it, we're going to get another, we're going to get a couple big power hitters. We're bringing the same shit back opening day, the same opening day line that, that lost that last game against against San Diego. I mean, you know, Nino's okay. He's a nice hitter, but he's not a everyday catcher. I mean, you know, it's it's just, I, I look at these guys, I'm sorry guys, it just, it bothers me so much. I mean, you know, I, but I'm not going to bring up the Correa thing. We know what happened with that. I'm still not over it. That would have been a big help, but that's gone, of course. You know, and even looking forward, I mean, let's be honest, man, you could, I mean, I would bet my life right now that, that Otani's going to the Dodgers. He's not coming to the Mets. I don't care what anybody says. So now we're not going to get him Machado's signed, so we, you know, who's the big guy we're adding next year? Who are we getting? You know, I mean, you know, I, and I like Baby. I definitely would bring him up. And Ventos, Ventos has more power in his pinky than Ruff has in his whole body. I mean, I mean, come on, Ruff can't even imagine hitting a ball like Ventos gets it. But I mean, like, if he bring him, to me, bringing Ruff up to me, if Cohen doesn't care because he, I mean, Vogelback makes a million dollars a year, guys. Think about that, a million dollars a year. The the bat boy, he probably gets paid more than that from Cohen. He, I mean, I mean, please. I mean, it's unbelievable. So, I mean, like, the, the fact that we're bringing this team back with almost with all the money he spent, and he's he really getting a lot of bang for his buck when you look at that lineup. Oh, hello. I mean, I look, the top of the, the, top of the rotation, I, I trust those guys. I think they're going to be okay. I mean, I just – I hope, you know, they don't tire out at the end of the year like they did last year. I mean, because we know Scherzer had the dead arm two years in a row. Ver, Verlander, you know, struggled a little bit in the postseason last year. But you got to hope that these guys give you, the, you know, the amount of stars they gave you last year. And I mean, I'm, I'm I'm a little worried about Carrasco. I don't know what to expect from Senga. I mean, he's a wild card. I mean, you know, you saw McGill tonight pitch. I mean, I worry about him pitching if he had to come out of the bullpen. I mean, he had five walks tonight. I mean, he's he's, he's walking a lot of guys in spring training. Um, I, I, you know, Peterson. You know, he's nice, but let's be honest, guys. After the first two guys, it's a lot of a lot of you don't know what you got. You just no guarantee there. So we, I, I agree with Eddie. This could be a, you know we could struggle. The, the schedule early is not that easy, except for the Marlins the first couple the first week. It's tough. So I mean, you know, we got to get off to a good start. And I mean, look, I'm I am a little concerned. I mean, I just I just feel like we don't have a, we don't have enough. I mean, all the money we spent, and we, I, I feel so short. I mean, look, you, you saw, somebody just put up on the up top that Voigt just got he's released from his minor league contract or whatever. I mean, he my God, he him blindfolds is a better hitter than Ruff. It's Ruff can't be on this team, guys. I'm sorry, that to me is like a slap in the face. That that's like a Wilpon move. I mean, you know, and, and as far as not bringing Beatty up because of service time, if that's that is disgrace. If that's the truth. I mean, this guy has more money. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, come on, what are you doing? But right. I'm, Joe, I'm, Joe, done. Joe. I'm done, man. Yo, 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 Joe, Joe, you in full Joe mode, and it's not even a season yet. So I, I know. Need, I'm we, sorry. Need take, we, need, we need to take a breath, okay? Let's I, I didn't think I was going to get that excited. Let, 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 let's take a breath for a minute. I, I know you gave me all the negative. Give me some pause. Okay? I give me exactly. Give me some positives, bro. You know, you, it gotta be a yin and a yang, bro. You can't, you can't give me all the negatives. Oh, no, I, I, I like, the, I like the top four. The I think Pete's gonna have a big year. I think Pete can win the MVP this year. I really do. I really think he look. He looks. He looks great. I mean, he lost some weight. He looks. His bat looks quick in in, uh, in spring in spring training. But you know, like I said, I, I I would just I would love even like McNeil. I'm not a I'm not a big McNeil. I, I know you guys love McNeil. To me, 
yeah, he's nice, but not as a fifth hitter. To me, he's an on-base guy. He'd be bad, you know. He'd be bad second, second if it was up to me. Not fifth. I mean, after Alonzo, man, you go five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's nothing there. I mean, there's no. If you're a pitcher, why would you be nervous about those Kana and Vogelback and Escobar? You still, you still going back to, or reverting back to the negative? Okay, you gave me problem, a lot. For problem being realistic, I'm being. I'm not going to lie to you. Listen, say, no, you know, if Vogelback's it, it, a great hitter. He's not, bro. He's it, it, it's it's always a positive to a negative, bro. Yeah, I know, it, 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 you, you, for 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 you know, I appreciate you, Joe, for the for the most. I appreciate you, I listen, bro. It, it, it's this is just a prediction. Everyone has predictions. Everyone has thoughts. Everyone has you know ideas. I'm gonna say I'll say this like how I said I told Eddie, I told cousins, I told B about the Knicks. You got to give me 25 games or even a, a fifth of a season. To see where this team is. Memorial. But Edge, am I wrong to say bang for your buck? When you really look at this, what uh, we have, uh, uh, is that a great $400 million? Who's team that spent $100 million and have a better lineup is, than us? It is not my money. I don't care. Okay. I don't worry about I don't worry about the money portion or the money aspect because it's not my money, bro. If the owner wants to go spend on fucking Darren Ruff and Vogelback, that's his priority. Listen, it's all about production. If the, if the if the production is not there for the money that you spent, that's not on us. That's not on us as fans. That's on the owner and the product that he put out there. That's not on us. We could be pissed off what we want, but you know we want we want the finer fucking players, of course. But it's a it's a it's a it's a time to do that, and it's a time not to do that. We still have to stay afloat, and you know, be consistent and make playoffs, you. and for the most part. So, uh, I appreciate you, Joe. Let me go Thanks, ahead. And go ahead. No worries, no worries. Let me get it. Let me get to Petey, and then uh, let me get to Keith, and then we'll be set from there. I see Hector here. I see David here. I see uh, Chris here. So, uh, let me get those guys in too. So, Petey, what's up? All right, Edge. Shout out to you, Edge B Cousins. What's up, Joe? Eddie. Uh, you know, I'm going to take a different spin on this. There is no way that the Mets are not making the playoffs in my eyes. There's no way. There's no way they're regressing 16 games. No way. So I'm going to stick to my guns. You know, I like what Eddie was saying, but to compare Pete Alonzo to Julius Randle, and I love the Knicks. Come on, Eddie. Pete Alonzo's a god. It's all no, good. but I was just saying because they have they have you know <laughs> meant they get in their heads. Yeah, I get it, I get it. Well, the only thing Alonzo does wrong is break his bat over his knee when he's mad. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna just take a put. To me, the Mets are a good team. Listen, they're gonna make moves, Eddie. I agree with. There is no way they're not making a move at the deadline. So as long as they tread water. And they're, I don't think they're going to be as good as last year, but I think they're going to win over 89 games. So that's just my opinion. I don't want to talk too long. I got to put my kid to sleep. Great space, guys. I'll be in a lot this year. Cousins, Edge, I met you guys personally. You guys are great guys. Joe, looking forward to meeting some of you guys at Met Games. And, uh, you know, one love to everybody. That's all. There's a Ed, there's your yin and your yang. He's the yin, I'm the yang. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't give you that because Pete, Pete thinks for it for himself. So I, I need, I, I'm, for all the negatives that you have, Joe, I need the positive. You gave me the negatives last year, and we didn't. I'm gonna, see, I'm gonna sit here and try to think of one for you. Don't worry. Gonna... <laughs> just wait. Just wait. <laughs> uh, I pre- appreciate you, Pete. Hey, um, Edge, Edge. The one, the one quick thing I do want to say on positivity. Buck Showalter will keep this team loose, laughing, all that stuff. They're going to be a good team. They're going to be happy. 
And I think Buck is the right guy for this job. So that's my positive spin. I don't want to break down the team. We got all year to do that. So let's go Mets. I, I appreciate you, Pete. I agree with Pete. The Mets are fucking negative 500 if you in Vegas terms to make the playoffs. So that's basically right now with the with no Diaz, with no with no offense supposedly, with you know inconsistent or older starting pitchers. Vegas got them making the playoffs at negative 500. So that's one of the one of the top wild cards or even division you know winners or you know for the most part. So with with, with all the negatives that have been thrown out there right now. So we'll see, we'll see. But uh, go ahead, uh, go ahead, Shane Sons, and then we'll reset with Hector, uh, Chris, and. Uh, Hector and Chris, and we'll reset from there. Go ahead. What's going on, gentlemen? Good evening. Hope everybody's all right. I know the weather's pretty crappy out here in the Northeast. If you're not in the Northeast, everybody be safe. Um, if you don't know, my name is Keith. Um, I'm usually on the spaces, you know, with the Mets stuff. Me and my brother decided to uh, start our own podcast to talk about the Mets because, you know, me and my brother, we were lucky that, you know, we still have our dad, and our dad got us, you know, loving the Mets since young, and to talk about baseball with all you gentlemen, especially the older folks that kind of come along, like, you know, for, like you kind of remind me of my dad. So you guys, you know, it, it, a little bit of an inspiration to the podcast. A um, uh, little bullshit plug. We start Monday. It'll be on all platforms. It'll be all over. So just stay tuned for that. We're going to be pretty cool, pretty hit, pretty direct, honest. And yeah, um, I'll get right into it. Look, the, the, the space is called MLB Preview and Predictions. And like 80% of the space is Met fans. Before I get to the Mets, I'll just get to the baseball stuff. I think I'll tell you who's going to go to the playoffs, in my opinion. I think in the National I'm not going to give you an order, but I'll tell you how it's going to go. In the National League, I have the Braves, the Mets, and unfortunately, the Phillies making the playoffs. In the National League Central, I have the Cardinals, the only team making the playoffs. In the National League West, I have the typical two, the Padres and the Dodgers. Heading to the American League, I have in the American League East, the New York Yankees, the Tampa Bay Rays, and the Toronto Blue Jays. All three of those teams making the playoffs. And the NL and the AL Central, excuse me. I have the Cleveland Guardians because I think that might be the worst division in baseball. But the Cleveland Guardians are pretty decent. And in the American League West, I have the reigning champions going back to the playoffs, the Houston Astros, along with the Seattle Mariners. I had a little bit of trouble with the Mariners because I'm kind of leaning on the Rangers because I love Jacob DeGrom. And if he can stay healthy, I think Jacob DeGrom could be a big change in that division. So we'll see. I don't know. Um, I think... In terms of baseball, I think, guys, buckle in. Because I think for about three straight months, you're going to turn on your TV, whether you're watching the Mets, the Yankees, the Astros, whoever, and you're going to see one name, and that one name is going to be Shohei Otani. I don't think he makes it to fucking August in the Angels uniform. I don't. I don't. I could be wrong. I don't know. I think a team desperate to make the playoffs will shed their farm and risk the fact that he won't resign with them just to make the playoffs and have that guy with them the same way the Brewers did with CeCe Sabathia way back in the day. And every time I think about Shohei Otani, I think about the trade that happened with Mookie Betts and the Red Sox and the, the Dodgers. And the Dodgers, they pretty much traded for the rights to sign him or be the first team to acquire him. So I don't know. Maybe that happens. I don't know. But we'll see. 
I'm not going to say it's the Mets because everything I say that's going to happen with the Mets usually doesn't happen. I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to put it out there. But um, I'm not going to be long. Um, I'll give you my kind of awards, and then I'll give you my World Series, and then I'll just wrap up with the Mets real quick because I don't want to give too much away since I kind of got a little podcast thing now. So I don't want to do that. So in honor to my brother who's not here, he's out, you know. Um, but anyways, back to topic. In the National League, I think the National League MVP is going to be Juan Soto. I think the Cy Young, unfortunately, is going to be Aaron Nola from the Phillies. Congratulations, B. And I think the Rookie of the Year is going to be our guy. I'm going to go with Sanger. In the American League, I think the American League MVP is going to be Shohei Otani. Um, whether he stays in the American League, that's up to debate. Who the hell knows? So I'm pretty sure I'm going to be wrong on that. Because um, I don't think the Angels are going to trade him to an American League team midseason. So we'll see. Um, in terms of the American League Cy Young, I'm a big fan of Christian Javier in Houston. So that's just a dart in the wall. Who knows? Um, in terms of American League Rookie of the Year, to me, one of the best rookies I've seen, Anthony Volpe. He's going to be the next big Yankee star. I'll be confident to say that. That kid has what it takes. So I'm a big fan of his. Um, in terms of the World Series, I would love to say the Mets name. I would love to say the Mets name. It will bring a tear to my eye, as it did in 2015. But it's not going to happen, I think, because... I think it's going to be really difficult for a lot of teams. I believe Cousins said it, and I believe Eddie harped on it really well. Nobody's going to have an easy season because last year we had like three or four teams win 101 games, and they all got their ass slapped in the playoffs. What the fuck does 100 wins do? Nothing. Get your ass slapped and has B talking shit to me for about six months. That's what 100 wins does for you. So I don't want that. I could care less if we win 97 games or 87 games doesn't bother me but back to the topic before i get to the mets the world series this is going to be the most wackiest world series predictions you you've heard but i kind of like gave a little bit of breadcrumbs the other day to eddie i think representing the american league in the world series this year is going to be the tampa bay Rays. i think they're the third best team in the american league and i think the yankees are going to focus so hard on beating the astros the rays are going to sneak right by the same way the phillies did to the Braves, and to the Mets. So I think the Rays are this year's Phillies. In terms of the National League, I had a difficult time with this one because I think if I was to pick the Braves or Phillies to go to the World Series, I think if I was to ever to walk in the church, I might burn. So I won't do that. I won't bore you guys with that. So I don't want to pick the West team because I think personally, I actually don't want to pick a West team. It's so corny to pick the Dodgers. And I don't think they're that good, but they're going to figure out a way to win the division anyways. It's kind of boring. The Padres, to be real, that's probably the best lineup in baseball. But does the best team or best lineup win? Never does. And the team we simply always overlook, I think, got really good. I think they got a really good catcher in the offseason. And that's something that they, they went from a legacy catcher to one of the better catchers in baseball, even though he's not the best defensive catcher. But he's pretty damn good because we even wanted him. I'm going to pick the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals and the Rays are going to meet each other in the World Series. I don't know because I don't do the Vegas shit. Edge is the guy for that. Again, don't bet with me. Might be wrong. But that's pretty much my baseball preview and predictions as the space is called. And I'll end it real quick with the Mets. I don't want to give too much away. But there's one problem I have with the Mets. And I'll give you one positive. The one positive I have with the Mets, honestly, is going to be Justin Verlander along with Lindor, and along with Alonzo. I think with those three guys, if everything goes well with those three guys, those three guys will make sure we don't remember Edwin Diaz's injury too much. But at the end of the day, 
is going to come back to haunt us because that guy was really good. I'm not going to ignore his injury. Guy was awesome. I miss him today. So I think with that positive, just 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 kind of buckling, guys. It's going to be a real fun year, and it's going to be a real stressful year. I already said Joe and Clark's going to be mad, and so is Keith and Clark. So he ain't going to be the only one upset. Give the fucking prediction. Come on already. You're ready, brother. All right, so – with the Mets, just my last negative take, I have a problem with Buck Showalter. I have a real big problem. I call it Buckonomics. I'm not a big fan of Buck and some of the rah-rah, feel-good stuff and positivity. And I got to give this guy a chance because he's a veteran. And this kid has to go back to the farm and learn. And, you know, the whole – just some of the comments he makes. I honestly – I just think that, that that's a little bit of a soft mentality. And I feel like – I feel like we just got to toughen up as a team. I think we got to toughen up as a fan base. And I think a lot of the times the Mets focus on a lot of things that don't matter about winning. Fucking scoreboard, fucking food at City Field. That's not that's not what I care about, honestly. So with that being said, I honestly think the Mets are going to win 87 games this year. Anywhere between 87, maybe 90. But I think 87 is a solid number if everything goes well. And I think at the end of the day, this season may ride on the coattails of Buck Showalter pushing the right or wrong buttons. And with that, I'm done. Sorry to go long, but I gave the baseball previews, just like the title says. You're a good kid. Appreciate you, bro. Um, I'll disagree with you with certain things, but we'll go ahead and get to that in a, in a second. I want you to stay around, bro, please. Um, no problem, man. And I appreciate you. Shout out to you again with the fucking logo, um, you know, the new logo. Don't mind Eddie. Eddie's a grump right now. Okay, I, love, I, okay, I love Eddie. <laughs> Eddie, you said it right. Eddie, you said it right. It was perfect. Narvaez. It was perfect, bro. <laughs> Narvaez, all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's go to let's go to my man uh, Hector, then uh, Chris, and then uh, we'll go to Dave, and then uh, uh, Tom. I know Tom is a Braves fan, so um, he wants to say something about his uh, team as well. Um, I need uh, Frankie to come up here in a few because we're going to have Yankee therapy already because um, uh, they don't look too good. They think the Mets injuries are fucking killing them. Let's see. Fucking Yankees, boy. Uh, but we're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, Hector, what's up, bro? Yo, what's up? What's up? Um, what's going on, everybody? Uh, I mean, listen, I mean, those disrespect to Keith or, or to the title of the uh, of the space, but... um. I ain't got no previews. I ain't got no no we like league wide previews. I'm a Met fan. That's what I give a fuck about, and that's what I'm here to talk about. So I hope you guys don't mind, and I'll try to be short. Um, man, listen, I've been, I've been, I've been trying to be you know positive, optimistic about the season and everything in this off season, and but going up and down on the roller coaster that is being a sports fan and definitely being a Mets fan. So you know, you go back to last year, that shit was devastating, right, for all of us. Upset. Um, and then you get over it and you start, you know, looking forward to, to moves, to, to, to free agency and all that. And that became a little disappointing also. Um, you know, the whole career saga, which we're not going to get into, all of that shit was a big mess. You know, you got high, you got low. But then it came to a point where I'm like, you know what? It's time to turn the page. It's time to turn the page. And this team still won 101 games. And I'm the first one that's like, you know, I don't give a shit about 101 wins. I care about that last win. Um, you know, with all the addition to players, I don't know how many, what is it, 14 wins you got to win to get a World Series in the players, whatever the hell it is. That's what I care about. Those are the type, the type, the amount of wins that I really care about. Um, but I got to admit, man, 
and it's been mentioned here by by Eddie, by me, by cousins, um, and, and now Keith. This whole bug shit is really starting to piss me off. Um, and I and I've and I've fought guys all off season with this whole you know bug doesn't want to play the young guys, bug this, bug that, and I'm like nah, you know you're listening to bug. I think these guys are changing. You listen to Epler, they they they're more open minded. Um, and then Buck just gave me two days of fucking garbage the last, you know, this week. First when they sent Alvarez down and fucking pretty much telling us we're not gonna see this guy in September. And, and if I talk about him being here, if I if I want him to be here, that means I'm rooting against the other guys. No, you fucking asshole. That does not mean you're rooting against the other guys. Give this guy a little boost of confidence, man. You guys talked this guy down so much that his defense was so bad. He went over there, worked on his defense. He showed improvement. Okay, the guy didn't hit. All right. He probably put too much pressure on himself because he wanted to make this team so bad. So give him a little a confidence boost. You know, we like the kid. The kid has worked. He showed some improvement. You know, uh, who knew? We, you never know. It's a long season. Anything can happen. But for you to downright say that you're not going to root for him to make it because that means you're rooting, you're rooting against the other guys, give me a fucking break, hey, bro. I, just give me a hey, Can I just uh, announce breaking news real quick? If it's some fucking hockey shit, Brandon, you're going to piss no, me no, off. Baby, kind baby, of jumbo. Uh, went to AAA. Yep. What's that? Uh, Beatty and Vientos got option to tri- All right, you just fucking pissed me off anyways, bro. So that's that, that, that keeps it going. Like, come on, this is some fucking bullshit, man. It really is. And honestly, I didn't expect Beatty to make the team because of what we've seen in the last week or so. I really didn't expect him to make the team, but I'm still pissed off right now. You know what I'm saying? And if fucking Darren Ruff, and this is what I'm going to end with. If Darren Ruff, because I don't even want to talk no more because I'm fucking pissed. If Darren Ruff makes this fucking team, they don't give a fuck about the Memphis. You can't put that bum out there to go get fucking booed. I don't want to be there opening day and have to boo and lose my voice before the game even starts because Darren Ruff is on his fucking team. You don't need to put him on his team. He's not Robinson Cano. You don't give him Robinson Cano treatment and let him fucking see you if he got something left. He never had anything. That guy's never been nothing. He had to go to fucking Korea to survive his fucking uh, career to survive to survive to revive his fucking career. I can't even fucking speak. And you're gonna fucking shove this guy down our throat like he's been anything because you want to highlight some fucking spits that are not even that fucking good. This person not even that good. And you want to talk to me about fucking backfield numbers? You want to talk to me about backfield numbers? But you don't want to put no credence into what Beatty did in fucking real spring training. And if we were getting excited about these young kids in the backfield, you would tell us, Buck, that that doesn't matter. The backfield doesn't mean nothing. But rough, that means something? Come on, man. Fuck this fucking shit, man. I'm sorry, guys. Vientos better not be on this fucking team. I mean, Ruff better not be on this team. And I really believe Vientos is going to make it. I've been told... Vientos will probably make this fucking team, and that better fucking happen. I'm glad I'm glad he's not part of that cut. I'm glad he's not part of that cut, man. And again, I apologize for losing my fucking mind. But, fuck, I love this fucking team, and they pissed me the hell off. Uh, Hector, they both no, got Hector, sent down. They both got sent down. They both got sent down, Hector. Are you fucking... Oh, my God. Yo, kick me out of the space. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Hector, go take a breath, my man. <laughs> go take a breath. Listen... This is this is the cautiousness. I told you last year that if Ruff is on this fucking team, I'm gonna lose my shit, bro. I, I'm I'm trying not to. Okay, I'm trying not to yell. Okay, I'm trying not to. Hector is basically taking, uh, you know, taking my 
you know, essence of me yelling and being upset is basically, you know, he's actually doing that for me. So I'm not going to fucking yell and scream. Okay. Because the fucking, if, if Cohen is going to sell us Darren Ruff and Vogelback with no young guys, you know, behind this, that's a problem. That's a definite problem to me. And, and you can't have a fucking, Four hundred million dollar payroll with fucking Darren Ruff on this team, bro. I I I don't care about the other guys, bro. But this is like the dude that epitomizes the fucking Mets fucking season last year. You hoped he did something. You traded some. You traded your fucking from your farm to hope that he does something, and then hit one thirty six when he got here, and, and thought that he was gonna be something. So you gotta justify the trade because you still have him on the roster. That's a low pawn move, bro. I'm gonna call it like how I see it. It's basically that having this dude on this roster is a fucking low pawn move. So whoever whoever wants to be upset, they have the right to be a fucking upset. I, I, it's, it's a fucking low pawn move. Right? You you can't tell me about keeping this guy on this fucking roster over guys that played better than him from since last year. I'm good. I, I'm I'm good. Let, let me let, look. Look, let me get let me get to let me Yo, get to Beatty Edge, gets sent Edge, down before you move on. Yeah, Beatty and Riento. Okay. okay, so I read that fucking Epler said because Beatty didn't get that many games in AAA, that's the reason why they're putting him in there. They want him to be more seasoned. The same goes for Alvarez. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. But listen, I got people waiting. I, 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 read, this, I read the same thing, though. I have read the same thing about Beatty. Bullshit, bro. Bullshit. Before you go on, um, let me just say, um, Brandon, um, just to be, be clear, bro, I wasn't, when I said you're going to piss me off, I was joking about that, and then I naturally get pissed off, but it wasn't at you, brother. I appreciate oh, you breaking in. I already knew that, brother. You good. Um, and then besides that, guys, can I just say, because I did want to say this, man, as fucking upset as I am. As, I don't want to say down, right? Because overall, I still think it's a good team. Um, and it is a long season. And at the end of the day, if these guys come up, you know what I'm saying, and end up contributing and we get to where we want to go, um, that's all that really matters. Um, but like Cousins also brought up, and I tried to, I brought this up in a space about three, four weeks ago, that I was hoping that service time wouldn't play a factor into this shit. And I do wonder, I do wonder, and that would really suck because at the end of the day, right, we have this billionaire owner, and you do that shit to try to save money. And, and, and the whole idea I will show with this guy is that we don't need to do stupid shit like that, money-saving crap for nonsense. But let's go, Mets. It's 162 games. We haven't played not even one. So, Hector, stop losing your fucking You know mind. what bothers me about Epler having announced that? Buck should have had to announce that. That is 100% Buck. Show Walter's move. Like, and Epler's going to take the heat for this. It's the wrong guy. Buck should get in front and be the one to say, because we all know, we've seen this act. I just, one of them had to make the team. I'm not happy. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I am not happy as well. Um, I am not happy as well, bro. Uh, I, I agree. Uh, I thought some, I thought one of them, either Beatty or fucking Vietz was going to make the team. My thing is, you cannot have Darren fucking Ruff taking a roster spot when he hasn't done shit in almost a year and a half, bro. And he's damaged good. He's damaged good. 
this this is this is like blowing my mind because this is like saying we traded for a dude and we have to basically maximize the return because we can't make we can't cut him because we have to maximize the return, bro. This is that's what it that's what it's telling me. That's basically what it's telling me. I'm like, what? Okay, listen, let me get the let me get the fucking Chris. Okay, let me get the Chris. I got people waiting. All right, let me just calm down and, and I don't want to yell. Let me get to Chris. Let me get to David. Uh, I'll get to Thomas and then Nick and then uh, we'll and then Brandon and then we'll you know we'll reset from here. But you know, it's highly disappointed. Highly fucking disappointed. Uh, go ahead. Chris. Appreciate it. Uh, congrats on the new name, gentlemen. Uh, you've earned it. All the success uh, this year and moving forward with the three and one post game. Um, look forward to lurking and speaking it from time to time. Uh, really, really, I'm looking forward to uh, to this again. Uh, we've had some classics, and cheers to some more. Uh, so shout out to all of you. Um, and then some of you guys I see in here that you all know who you are. I'm not going to waste the shout outs, but you know who you are. Um, look, uh, as far as the overall perspective of this team, I, I'm going to call it a marginal team. Uh, with the new playoffs, the way they are as of last year, marginal, as you saw with the Phillies be, you got in and you got to the World Series. So, you know, you got to have all your eggs in the basket come October. And this team is good enough to get in the dance. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, at the end, I'll give you my win prediction. Uh, but, uh, you know, definitely regression for sure. Marginal team. Uh, I'm really disappointed, obviously, with what just was announced, but I had that this was the first thing I was going to touch base on. Uh, the Escobar and DH is completely disappointing. Uh, you know, for up until September, Escobar was the worst player on this team uh, with Ruff right behind him. And, and you're running the right back with Ruff and Escobar, the two biggest problems. And, and, and you know what, Steve Cohen, you're a hypocrite, dude. You sit here and say that Correa is your missing piece and you're so glad you got him. And when you don't get him, you do nothing about the guy that, that, that was playing that was the shittiest piece on your team. You say he's the missing piece and Escobar's going bye-bye. And then, oh, well, we're not going to sign him. So Escobar's good enough to be my third baseman now. Complete hypocrite. Uh, as far as the DH goes, uh, the I never thought in a million years, even though I felt they were running this team back for the most part, I really thought one of the younger guys were going to get the DA spot. In a million years, I never thought Ruff would be on this team again until the last couple of weeks. Um, I, I, you know, we all started probably feeling that way that he was going to be on this team. So uh, it's very disappointing, but it, complete hypocrite. And this is really the first time I've been super disappointed in this ownership because you can blame Epler, you can blame Buck, but ultimately it lies on the shoulders of Mr. Twitter Cohen. And, and if Cohen's going to be on Twitter, he, he hears these spaces and he sees these tweets. Uh, he's a fucking hypocrite. So I, I fucking don't want to talk about him. Get him. Uh, the bullpen is going to be fine, guys. I, I really believe that. I think we are way better shape, uh, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth inning uh, than what we were last year. Obviously, I'm not going to touch too much on Diaz. We all know, um, you know, it, it's a hit. Uh, when I say way better, I'm talking about the fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth at bridge to a Diaz. Sure, we're going to have to pull a Robertson. Uh, I, I think ultimately, guys, t uh, John Curtis will be the closer of this Mets team in a couple of months. I think the first try is going to be Robertson. They'll probably give Ottavino a try, but uh, Curtis uh, closed for the Rays and had a successful uh, year as a closer, so I could definitely see him being the closer. Um, we'll see what happens. On the positive side, 
I, I know for those of you upset that the team's basically running it back, uh, they were a 101-win team. Obviously, the loss of Diaz, I'm going to double the wins above re- replacement just because uh, I see some regression in this team offensively. I don't think some of the guys can post some of the same numbers that they did last year. Um, uh, so I'm going to call it 90 wins on the dot. Uh, I'm probably I'm probably being too real uh, too being too uh, too 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 good too in a good mood. There's a word I'm looking for, but uh, I'm probably thinking too positively when I say 90 wins, just because I'm a, I'm a homer. Uh, probably if I was an outside looking in. Uh, it's funny. I, they remind me a lot of the record that the Phillies were last year. But, hey, you know, the Phillies last year got in the playoffs with, what, 20 less wins than the Mets and or more than that. Uh, about, no, no, about 15, what, whatever, whatever, being you know. But, you know, and they made it to the World Series. So, you know, it's all about that stretch in October. I think the team's good enough to be exciting. Uh, for those of you that are calling it 84, 85 wins. You can't be too disappointed if that's the number throughout these spaces. I mean, you're basically, why would you be upset when you're basically called it? So for those of you that think it's 84, 85, there's nothing to be upset about because you already feel the disappointment now. So uh, again, congrats, guys. Uh, Great turnout for a preseason space. I look forward to the real deal next week. But yeah, the number's 90 and, you know, Billy uh, and you can't blame Billy Appler or or Buck. You, you got to blame Cohen here because Mr. Twitter is a hypocrite. Thank you. Let's go Mets. I, I will say this, Chris, and I'll tell everybody, if the Mets win 84 or 85 games, somebody's, somebody in this organization is getting fried. Fried. Yeah, Buck is getting fired. No, I, I think it's Epler too. I think Epler and Buck is going. I, that I, I whole partnership gonna, has to end. I think it's gonna clean. I think they're gonna clean house. If they if they win eighty five games and win and bring in Verlander and all and for forty million dollars and all of it, they go clean house. They clean the fucking house. Period. And it's free. And they will have a new front office, a new front office voice. Uh, you know, a Stearns, a fucking you know, I could see fucking him reverting back to. Uh, what's his Epstein? Uh, you know, for the most part, I can see him. I can see him going some some berserk route. If they win eighty five games, it will be fucking terrible, bro. I I will be highly upset. But um, let me get to David. Go ahead, David. Uh, Chris, I, I'll come back to you in a second. Stay up, uh, David. Go ahead, bro. Thank you, thank you, everybody. Uh, appreciate the time. Um, I'm usually a homer, as mostly I know. Um. I'm going to try to ease into this lightly. Uh, When Diaz went down, I took an over-optimistic look at the team. I I assumed we would lose like seven more games um, just because of the closer situation. So I initially put us at 94 wins in my prediction. Um, And that's being a little, you know, homer. But I'm going to say for every week that these young players aren't in this lineup, we're going to lose one of those games. So we go a month. And I, the hardest part of our schedule, I, I believe, is the first month and a half of the season. Two months. So if we start to struggle and them kids ain't up here come June, we I, 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 
as much as it pains me, I have to agree with the take coming from, you know, Joe and Eddie. And I, I that shit pains me because I'm ve- I'm I kind of view how they view things as them being very pessimistic. But I've been I've been a big proponent on the the energy that's brought to a team that represents New York, period. And what I see from Ruff is nonchalant. He grounds out, he doesn't give a fuck. He hits a double, he doesn't give a fuck. I'm not mad at Vogelback because when Vogelback doesn't get a hit, you can hear the frustration in his voice. That means he cares. That means he wants to succeed. And it's just not happening for him right now. With Ruff, he don't give a flying fuck. And that, if, if, if I was the GM, the first after the first fucking interview he had in the spring training, I would have cut him. Because there's no way you're going to just make a joke about hitting um, home runs that went foul and shit. No, I don't need that energy in my locker room. So I I really, truly believe every successful team that represents New York has to represent the way the city is as a whole. That's tenacious, fighting, um, somewhat overconfident to a fault at times high energy and bring the swag that's new york so if that's not in my team i don't want it and rough that's the main reason i don't want rough on the team and fam fam is the same way and it's kind of shocking to me because you hear all the shit about fam and his energy and he's slapping dudes on the field and this and that and i'm like okay i like that you know some he get hit with a ball he's gonna rush the mound that's that's some 86 energy. I need that. But I haven't seen that from him. So he's he's phony to me. So maybe he could prove me wrong. But like I said, the first two months, it, the if these kids ain't back up and these dudes are struggling, bro, it, it's not going to be a good luck, good luck for us at all. At all. And I, I, I kind of feel like the Mets have been putting them in place um, – replacements for Buck and Billy. That was the, with the signing of um Beltran as this like a uh, uh GM consultant or whatever the hell position he has and Eric Chavez going to bench coach. I think if we fail to make the playoffs, which I pray to God we don't because talk about uh metting, that's that's crazy. You spend 450 450 mil and we don't make the playoffs, we'll never hear the end of it. Um but those motherfuckers need to, to just get the fuck out of here. And we need to go with youthful, the youth, go with people who've been in, in the game, know how to play the game, know what it takes to p- succeed in the game, and go from there. Um, yeah, man, this shit, that, that, that post kind of just sucked the life out of me. And um, I'm frustrated as fuck. And, you know... <laughs> Man, I I hope the boo, I hope the booze are loud first day, bro. It's, I just it, it's crazy, it's crazy. But let's go. Join man, me, bro. I'll be there booing, baby. Join me, I'll be there booing if that motherfucker's on there. Sorry, Edge. Sorry, David. I just gotta say that. Please, please, please. I appreciate the time, guys. All right, appreciate you, David. Um, that if you look on the jumbotron, uh, we got it posted three times. The the S the Eckler justification. Fire this fucker right now, bro. Please just yeah, did you hear it? 
Fire him now, please. Just bro, fire him now, please. Bro said he uh, wants him to have 400 games in Triple Bro, uh, fire him now, bro. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Vientos was hotter than any fucking hitter last year. And you fucking refused to bring him up when dudes got injured. Fire him right now, bro. 400 games, bro? Nah, they... They, it, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. 400 games or 400? No, 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 no. He said games. He said because Nolan Arenado, Austin Riley, and Fire him now, bro. He said all We're talking, what, three years? Three years? All those three guys had almost 300 games at the lower level so they could be ready to play every day. And then he said they believe Red Beatty can be a above average everyday starter for a World Series caliber hold team, oh. and then he didn't say anything more after that. Oh, hold on, hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Hold on. How many games in the minor league season? Oh, oh. Yo, Hector, Hector, hold on, bro. Please, please, hold on. Baby is 23 years old. 23. He's not 19. He's not 18. He's not 17. He's not even Alvarez age. For him to fucking say that, Something is wrong. Something is wrong, bro. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. This is an older prospect. He came in the fucking league at twenty. He was supposed to be ready when Sandy drafted him at twenty-two. He was twenty-two last year. He's a good fucking player. He's an older fucking prospect. Four hundred games. What are we doing, bro? What What are we doing, bro? He he only he only you know Brady only has less than two hundred games played in the minor leagues, bro. So if you equate that to minor league games or minor league at bats, right? He's gonna come up here when he's twenty six. Twenty six. He's twenty three. About to be twenty four. What what are we doing, man? Look, look, look. My bad, Hector. My bad, bro. But this is the the frustration now. I need, I need, if, if Epler, if this team... I'm just trying, I was just trying to understand. It's like, if, I'm, I'm hoping that you guys made a mistake and he meant 400 at best. 400 Hector, is impossible. Can I, can I just tell you guys Hector, something? Three. Michael Harris, how many games do you think Michael Harris played at AAA? I want to cry, I want to cry. Michael Harris never, I don't think, played a game at AAA. Didn't he go right from AA to the majors? And he's 22 years old. We could Dude, recently. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We could do it in house. Conforto came from Double A, bro. And he fucking hit in the World Series. So the justification for this shit it doesn't make sense to me. What? what, what I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand, bro. The game's not set up to to, to win Holy without God. the young guys. I I I I'm shocked. Like I, I said this last year, and I just I, it was crazy because this post came out after my take, but I. Preference it on these guys have to play, and for the Mets not to basically, basically from what that is saying, these guys aren't going to play this year. That's, that's crazy, crazy, bro. That, that's that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, you know, you yeah. know, it's even like crazier is that like if you look today earlier, you know, you have the Cardinals that just called up uh, Jordan Walker. He'll be in the MLB, mm-hmm. and you know, you have a you have a bunch of all these uh, other guys in the MLB that have got called up and have been productive. So I mean, like. For Billy Upler to come out and say that just, you know, it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So it's kind of like 
pissing me to fuck off. He's arrogant, bro. He's fucking arrogant because he don't yeah, want to take and, the L. That's and, what it is. And and about Snyder, I already know tomorrow we're gonna come out and it's gonna say the Yankees uh, have made Anthony Volpe the, the starter, and like it's just gonna like it's gonna be like another LOL Mets moment for the Mets because we already know Ruff is gonna be on the fucking roster. Uh, and uh, poor decision maker, I disagree with you, bro. For the track record that you telling me that they're gonna be up for in a month, when has the what's the track record to say that, bro? And I, I need I need a track record or some semblance of fucking fact behind that because they did not do it when they had injuries last year when it was hot. So to tell me that they're gonna bring these kids up in a month, I disagree with that, bro. At this point in time, I disagree with you, bro. I'm sorry. I, I, good take, good, you know, that's your opinion, but I disagree with that because the track record is not there, even when they had injuries last year. So I I, I, I kind of disagree with that, bro. But um, Yo, Brandon, you, Brandon, I just want to say one thing to you, too, because, you know, you play baseball. We all played sports. Most of us in here play sports, right? And to go up, I think both Vientos and you can tell me if I'm wrong on this. I think they both batted over 300 this spring. All right. Uh, what the Vientos is 280, 282 or some shit like that, two seventy eight, something like that. But he still had a better, he still had a better fucking time than this fucking skip that he's trying to fall on us. But go ahead. Beatty, Beatty was what three thirty or some shit like that. Uh, three three thirty seven. Three thirty seven. So what what is it telling your young guys when they go out one batch two eighty, one batch three thirty seven? And they and they get, and they 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 come to them and they say, yeah, but we're going to send you to AAA and let Darren Ruff play. I mean, confidence wise, I mean, like, what are you? What are they doing to their young guy? Like, why? Like, we wouldn't. I said it all last year. My team would have been nowhere without the young guys that came up, bro. Nowhere. Like, if we didn't bring the young guys up, we would have been in the water dead. And and it goes. It's not just my team. It's other teams. It's all these other Atlanta. Even Houston had young players out there. Yankees, Yankees. Yankees. I mean, all these teams have track. They show that in order to be a great team at the end, you need the young guys to help sometime during the season. I just, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I don't know, bro. I can't believe it. For base sake, you guys have played Alec Boom at third base for three years, and he sucks. What? I didn't, I didn't even hear yeah, it. No, no, no. I said, you guys have played Alec Boom at three years, third base, right, for like two years. And he, he's, he's a butcher. You know what I'm saying? But the kick of hair, like, I don't understand. Just to your point, that's what I'm saying. Be like, we see this shit all over the league, but the Mets with this fucking crap all the time are mishandling the fucking prospects, man. Mishandling kids. Even Conforto, they fucking mishandle when they bring him up. I had to listen. Listen, we, I, I'm not going to. I appreciate it, bro. We're going to get to other people. We're going to come back to revert this. I just want to get everybody in and then fucking let them fucking vent after the fact. Because, um, just let them go, and I got people waiting. I got people with him. So give me, give me a second. All right. uh, Brandon, go ahead. Uh, David, you're done, right? David, yeah. you're done, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, once everybody got a turn, I like to come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. We can revert back to it. Dude. I told yeah. y'all I'm not gonna be doing this shit for all the fuck the whole day. I, mean, I got dinner. Ah, <laughs> uh, this shit turned so. into something. Yeah, different. yeah, exactly, bro. Exactly. Always, bro. Always, always. Um, let me go. Let me go to uh, Thomas. Just hold on for me because I know you want to talk about the Braves and shit. I don't know if I hear you or whatever, um, but he just left. So Brandon, go ahead, and then we'll get to um, we'll get to uh, Frankie, and then uh, we'll we'll go ahead and revert back to the question. I, I do want to get to other teams that we need to talk about too, but the mess pissed everybody off. So uh, go ahead, Brandon. 
Uh, Ed, you could actually you could actually skip on me, man. I think just uh, seeing that shit that I just seen from the Mets, I don't even want to really talk about anything anymore. I was trying to be positive, but then I seen that post that I'm trying to remain positive, but it's kind of hard. So yeah. I appreciate you for uh, bringing me up, man. I, I'll definitely stay in here and try to uh, listen to other people's takes. And yeah, that, that's just it, man. You could you could skip me, brother. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate hey, Ed, you. just um, so you know, they put up the stat that to 325. 885 OPS this spring for Beatty, 278 for Vientos, mm-hmm. and a 792 OPS this spring. And they're both in the money. Can you put, can, can you put fucking Darren Ruffs up there, too? <laughs> Fuck out of here, bro. Amen, he's fucking man. three. He's, he's, four, he's four for 37, bro. Four for 37 with one extra base hit. But I'm supposed to be fucking happy about that. All right, move, in a move, WBC spring training. Oh, oh my god! W- Yo, that's I've crazy. seen that. Crazy. First baseman play for the Shining Edge. Club. Edge. He was here. Edge. He was here three months last year. Never hit a home run. So hasn't. So hasn't hit a home run. Even in spring training, he hasn't hit a home run. He had a bunch of them foul though. Oh my god! I am embarrassed to root for this team tonight. Embarrassed. Yeah, Matthew right. could be trevor a lot on, of water. A lot of water. Hold on, Joe. Hold on, Joe. Hold on, Joe. Let me let me we gonna we gonna do we gonna do the met therapy now because this shit is in fucking full session now, buddy. This is in full session now, but let me go ahead and get to freaking people. Okay, and then uh, we gonna get to the met people uh, met, you know, uh, therapy moments because this is basically what it is now, because this is what it turned into. Um Frankie, go ahead. Uh, shout out to Frankie, U Stadium. Uh, you know, these are my guys. Uh, I see Nick was in here. I don't know where the fuck Nick went, but you know, um, he he's there. He's, he's got his re- he's got his redemption rough uh, avatar. Redemption yeah, rough, the, yeah. Get, get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need Nick. I need Nick to come up in here so I can cut his ass out. But yeah. you know, he might he might he might win that bet on U Stadium actually because yeah. he said under ninety. Yeah, it might be under fucking ninety. Yeah. Fuck you, Nick. Uh, go yeah. ahead, Frankie. Yeah, Nick's being soft these days, little poo boy. <laughs> Yeah, but um, all right, I want to give my analysis of the Mets. Not that you guys should take it for anything uh, value of value, but I'm just going to give it to you guys. I actually think – 85, right, so baby. First, Sorry, Frank. Come on, oh, come please. on, come on, Nick. Come on, Nick. It's come right, on, I can Nick. interrupt He Frank. cuts me off. See how disrespectful it's I am. Frank, I can interrupt Frank. It's okay. No, 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 no. Come on, Nick. Come on, Nick. Let's, let Frank you go. <laughs> go all right, ahead, re- go really quick. All right, so first off, I think the Verlander signing, I, I know people might not love it. I love it for the Mets. I think bringing him in that clubhouse is a serious guy. Assuming he stays healthy, Verlander is going to pitch his ass off, and I love that fucking guy. He's the scariest pitcher that, as a Yankee fan, we've had to face. Having him in that Astros clubhouse means the world. So I love that. This Sanga kid is awesome. So you got two really, really good pitchers right off the bat. Now, if Scherzer can stay healthy, that's three. So I think the starting pitching for the Mets is going to be fine. What happens with the lineup for me is, and I'm not going to get into the bullpen because I don't know enough, so I'm not going to get into I don't know what the hell is going to happen there, but we'll see. The, the lineup comes down to two guys, Alonzo and Lindor. If Alonzo and Lindor can have seasons like they did last year, the Mets will win close to 90 games. If one of them regresses, they'll win around 82 to 85. That's my take on the Mets. Honestly, it's that freaking simple. It's up to those two guys. If Lindor can do what he did last year and doesn't regress, and and I think Alonzo's not Alonzo doesn't really regress. He's kind of just does his thing. So I feel like it comes down to Francisco Lindor, uh, his bat. That's the biggest thing for me with the Mets. What does he do uh, with his bat to kind of get on base, get guys in scoring position, drive in RBIs, get over 100 last year? That'll make the difference for their lineup. 
the Brett Beatty thing, he's the one player I looked at for, you know, from the Mets, um, you know, farm system. He pops, man. With the way he swings, got such a smooth swing. He just, he's got it, man. Something special about that kid. However, I've seen it with players, too, in the past. Like Greg Bird on the fucking Yankees has a nice swing. He's got that pop. And then whatever happens, happens. Injuries, and it just doesn't work out. I'm not saying you, that'll happen, but you never really know. That's my take on the Mets. Um, I'm not going to get into the Yankees too much. We'll do Yankees therapy another time. But um, the Yankees, we made a big freaking mistake. And the biggest mistake we did was depending on Louis, uh, 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 Severino. Depending on Luis Severino and thinking that he's going to be our ace or our second has put the Yankees behind for fucking six, seven years. We've depended on this guy. He's never available. He's never good in big spots. He's overweight. He's out of shape. He gets hurt. And depending on a guy like Severino and Cashman loves him has destroyed what the Yankees could be. And our starting pitching is in shambles right now. So I, I, I am not feeling confident with the Yankees. Now, on, a, on the good side, every year I feel confident with the Yankees. They disappoint. The years that I don't, they actually overachieve. So maybe this isn't the worst thing in the world. That's basically my take. Shout outs to Edge, Cousins B. You guys, Eddie, you guys always goaded up with the post games. But that's basically my take. Uh, appreciate you. Uh, appreciate Be clear you, and concise, man. I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> appreciate you, Frankie. Uh, before I bring Nick fucking ass up here, because uh, I know he's gonna have like some redemption fucking tour or some shit like that. Um, look, redemption rough. If you don't know these dudes, these are you know our sponsors uh, for the most part. They've been sponsoring us since last year. Uh, uh, you know, going forward here, um, these are good guys. Except Nick when he's on his fucking negative Nancy bullshit. Um, but um, you know they they got a good app or a great app. Um, you uh, you know U Stadium takes app. We got a lot of fucking takes in on this goddamn fucking app. Um, you know, rather than fucking run your fucking mouth, uh, put your money where your mouth is, and then basically you put a take up and have people vote on it, like how we do these shits on Spaces, and you can probably, you know, on your winning side, you can make money out of this stuff. You know, I, I, when I first signed up with Nick and them, and then Frankie and their app, I, I was up like 500 bucks, bro. <laughs> I was up like 500 bucks because I would disagree with everyone, because they, the takes out there was fucking outrageous, but um, you know, they'll, they'll give you points to fucking try to app out. That's how good these dudes are. So just help, shout them out, follow them, um, follow you stadium. They're good dudes. Uh, you know, a great app. And, great you know, guys. Uh, great guys. Yeah, great guys. Great, especially great, Nick. Great guys. Great, great fucking guys. Great. You sure about that? Yeah. yeah great, 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 great group of guys. Especially the best, man. <laughs> Quality guys, you know. What a guy. Great people. Oh, yeah. my God. You know, I'm if you more ever need a B and Cousins fan. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Nick loves B for some reason. I don't know what's yeah. going on there. Some weird. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, my God. B. Look, B, he tried to get the good graces of Philly because he went to the world. Uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, bro. Look, uh, Nick is your goal, and then we'll go ahead and get to. um. We'll go ahead and get to fucking six, and then we'll, you know, get get the Met therapy and fucking shit rolling with the other teams and, you know, whatever, whoever want to, you know, talk about uh, baseball in general. So go ahead, Nick. Let me hear this shit. I'm actually, I'm just happy that you guys are back. I've missed, I've missed the Mets talk. I've missed the therapy. Uh, I'm not too, I'm not too worked up about this. I kind of expected it. So I think, um, you know how I feel about this upcoming season. Now after the Diaz and the Quintana thing, I think they're an 84-win team. 
I'm not going to sit here and be too negative about it. I actually think Ruff is going to start out the season hot. I think he's going to hit a home run in Miami. Oh, so cut I just, the shit. I just made a take <laughs> on the app. So if you guys want to join it, go ahead. I think Ruff's going to come firing out the gate. Um, so I'm excited to see him. Nick, you put start. in a bet he might be a comeback player of the year, right? Yeah. No, I just, I just oh made a take. I, I'm, I'm serious. I just, he hits a home run in Miami. So. Fair Nick, home or a foul home run? Definitely a foul. Definitely a foul, bro. You talk about MLB the show, homo? Or what? What? You know that game is fire, but you know, look, man. Are they going to left? Nick, Nick, put that take up on the jumbo for me before you leave. I'll contend. I'll bro. He ain't even going to see the light of day, bro. I swear to God, he's not going to see the light of day. Maybe. Maybe mm-hmm. Lazardo the next day when he fucking strikes out four times. But That's who he's gonna hit. <laughs> Hold on, I'm, put, I'm pinning up right now. Uh, yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. You like uh, my avatar edge? Yo, six. I see you, bro. Relax, bro. Please, I see you, bro. No, you know it, it is what it is. I think, I think Frank. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a dick. I think surprisingly he made like he kind of really was concise and made great points. I think. Um, I say that because he's not a meth fan, not not because he doesn't know what he's talking about. But um, I think you know, ju- I think Judge Lindor and and Alonzo are you're gonna you're off your lineup's gonna go as far as they take you. And then obviously, if Marte can stay healthy and play 150 plus games, um, you know, I think that's he's probably the, the next most important player on the team. So uh, right now. I'm just, you know, I was I was in Chris's and Brandon's space last night. Just talked with the cousins and and the boys a little bit, and um, you know, I told cousins I, I, ever since the Degrom thing went down, I've I've really just kind of been disappointed, you know, in, in the outcome of what's going on this off season and the the projection of this team. Um, I was really kind of kicked. It was a kick in the balls. I'm not gonna lie, you know, it's kind of sucked the life out of me a bit. So. Um, wasn't really happy outside of saying of, of the other moves that they made this offseason, especially the Nemo contract. I hated that. So I just, you know, I, I wasn't, I've had, I've had, I'm just being honest, I've had a hard time getting excited for this team to start the season. And I had a little bit of excitement when I saw Beatty. You know, I, was, I, I, I saw him in the spring and I was like, yeah, this, this kid looks like he could, you know, if he, if he lengthens the lineup. That's what he would, you know, he'd come here and he'd, he'd add some value to the bottom of this lineup, which is terrible. And now you're you're sending out the same group of guys that we saw fail for us last year and cause this team to, to collapse and just kind of fall flat on their ass in, in the postseason. And not only did you just bring the same crew back, you, you didn't add anything. So it, it's just kind of like, you know, you spend all this money – I know there was a ton of free agents and you had to bring guys back and bring Diaz back was the right move, obviously. Um, after the DeGrom fiasco, pivoting to Verlander, if you were going to go all in and contend on winning, was the right move. But to not add a single bat to this lineup, it's like, like how do you go all out on Correa? You commit to the, the, the massive deal you were going to give him, come up empty and not do anything? Like not even attempt to try anything after that. Like, it's like it's like the complete opposite. Like the yin and the yang. You went way in, failed at it, looked silly doing it, and then just kind of tucked your tail between your legs and walked away. You didn't even attempt to 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 get a consolation prize. And 
and you see Beatty kind of saved your ass with the spring he had. If you would have had, if you would have brought Beatty up tonight, right? Think of how the positive energy going into the season what there would have been. If you said tonight, Brett Beatty's our opening day third baseman, the the energy around this team would have been so dramatically different than what it is right now. Now you have every Met fan who is just waiting. You're waiting to just get down in, in the shitter. Like, it's just what we do. And you just served it to us on the silver platter. So sometimes this organization, they just can't get out of their own fucking way. And it's decisions like this, like Vientos and Beatty, like three days, four days before you even have to, are, are sent down. And, and now you're sitting there. It's like you're just drowning in your own sorrow. Fucking Darren Ruff and Vogelback and Tommy Pham and Navarez. It's like, who are these guys? You're, you're paying, a, you have a 300 plus million payroll coming off a 101 win season and you're giving this to us like come on man like you like Steven Steve Cohen you talk such a big game and and you're going all in on on Correa and this is what we get now a week before the season it's just sometimes this team just can't get out of their own way uh, appreciate you Nick um yeah it is what it is with the Mets what you expect but six go ahead bro <laughs> Yo, my fault. I was waving because uh, I have headphones in, and I didn't know oh, if you called me with my hands up, so I put no, my no, headphones no. back in. No, you good, you good, you good. So, go ahead, bro. So, uh, yo, <laughs> oh my god, bro. I I don't even know where to start. This is uh this is a fucking disaster at this point. I, I said it last night. You can't you can't be serious and 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 be the highest you know payroll in baseball and roll a guy like Darren Ruff out there in the field. And, and you know, look at Lindor, look at Pete, look at McNeil, all these guys you just paid, uh, you know, all the guys, all the big guys on our team and just say, yo, fucking, you're going to win a World Series, bro. Like, go do it. I gave you all the tools and equipment. Like, you got everything you need. Go get it. And, and like like uh, Nick said, bro, people, a lot of people didn't really agree with this at the beginning, but something was wrong when we didn't sign DeGrom. And whether Mets fans, how they see it or not, like, we we disrespected Jacob DeGrom. We didn't pay him, and that showed me something was still going on in that front office that wasn't right. You you give the guy thirty six, thirty eight million dollars and go pay Scherzer and fucking Max, you know forty two. And I don't want to hear the injury shit. I put it on my profile. Kid was out in twenty one halfway and half of twenty two. Other you know all the way up from fifteen to twenty and twenty is an oddball season because of you know twenty twenty. He pitched two hundred nine, two hundred fifteen innings like all throughout that. So I don't want to hear this shit. It's it's this is just disappointing, Edge. I. I did not see hanging my hat up at the end of last year getting swept by the Braves' edge. Edge, I did not see coming back to your space with the same exact fucking lineup. And Tommy Pham, I, I didn't see this shit. I had no – what is the point of bringing up those kids last year to not start them on opening day? I get when you hold kids and put them in in August and July and you know later in the season and let them get their lick. That way they're ready for the next season. Alvarez, I get it. If he's not ready, he's not ready. We needed a bat. We were so desperate. But, bro, you brought up Vientos and Beatty. And, and Beatty got hurt. You know, you have to let this kid play. I don't have any disservice to Escobar. You guys know I'm, I'm, I was the Escobar king at the end of the season. I, I was literally boxing for the guy in the corner. But it's, it's the bat at the end of the day. We just lost Diaz. We need something to offset basically Diaz's war with an owner that came out when he moved too fast on Correa and said, we're missing a bat. 
how does this get past him and in the front office and they go to roll this out to the media and they hand him this fucking lineup and i'm worried about cohen how do you how do you sign this how do you write your name and say this is it i approve of this fucking message this make dude we've been I'm sorry, guys. We've been bamboozled as Mets fans. As much, I'm not being pessimistic. I'm still very optimistic about the season. But, bro, the Phillies, I, you know, I don't, I still think fuck the Phillies. But, you know, we didn't expect them to make a lot of moves the way they did in the offseason. B called it best. He said they were going to spend money. They spent fucking money, bro. We thought we knew the Mets were going to spend money. You know, the Braves didn't really have to. I did not see the Phillies making moves like they did. We don't have time to, to, for this buckonomics, bro. We don't have time for the experiment of Darren Ruff and Tommy Pham. Cousins, I agree with you. I have no fucking issue with Bogleback. He, stand, he, you know, he might take some fastballs, but down the dick, some people might not like it because he walks and he doesn't have speed. Bro, this is all baseball. This is analytics. Sometimes you have a guy that takes a lot of pitches that helps the next batter. And, yo, when, when someone hangs it to him, when that guy connects, he can connect. He's not dead fucking weight. He's not dead weight. I have such an issue with Darren Ruff when, Buck, you toy with Vientos all spring training and you let him play first base while Pete is in fucking, you know, Pete is over there playing the World Baseball Classic. Guys, Edge, it was the perfect season to bring up our prospects. They actually were allowed to play because our guys being in the World Baseball Classic. I, it's just a, guys, this, this spring training was a total waste of time. Jeff McNeil, Pete Alonzo in the WBC, not fucking playing any baseball at all, not getting anything. And I could hear, I could hear the opposing side of Epler saying, well, what happens if Pete went down and we need a first baseman? Darren Ruff is our first baseman. I could understand that, but his weight is a dead fucking weight on the batting order. Okay. So when you have this kid Vientos that can play a halfway third base or first base, we haven't seen anything to crucify him for. And he's definitely a better right-handed option at DH. What, what are we doing? It makes no sense. I, I, I'm 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 very upset, guys. I I did not see. I mean, last week looking down the barrel, I knew I was like, bro, Beatty's a fucking guarantee. This kid has had like what three or four web gyms in spring training. If you guys know what I mean by that, flashing the glove. Um, his bat has been on fire. Vientos played a solid. Wherever they put Vientos, he played solid. I went and watched him play last Saturday night. They put him at third base, bro. Kid had two good snags for Scherzer at third base. And then the fucking, and then the first inning, he's up to bat. You know, he rips a double right into the gap. Like, what more do you want from these kids? What do you, it's, it's not, I don't know. I hate to say this, but Darren Ruff, I hope, I, 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 you know, I hope you catch a cold or something. I don't, I don't know, a 60 day flu. I, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Is that a cold? Hold on. Yo, like, just say, just say COVID, bro. Just, just say COVID. And, and Tommy, Tommy Fam, Tommy Fam, Tommy Fam's worse than fucking Darren Ruff, bro. Look at the numbers. He's worse than Darren Ruff. I. What do we need, guys? This is what I could see happening. If we, if we did have Vientos and Beatty up, right? This is what you could do. You could move Canna. You could, you know, you could put McNeil in left field if you had to. You can let Escobar play second. Beatty's on third, and if you're if we're playing a lefty that night, fucking you know, um, Vientos is your DH, and then vice versa. Vientos is off one night. Vogie's a DH, and you know you try to. And Canna is your Canna is a fourth outfielder. Let's be honest, bro. He's not he's not some five tool fucking player, highly touted. He is you know maybe he's gonna connect on eighteen home runs. You know what's the point? But there 
there were so many ways to make this work and we didn't and I, I'm just I'm frustrated you could even you could even DH fucking Escobar and I guess platoon him and Vogie because Escobar sucks on the right hand side if you ask me absolutely terrible he needs to give that split shit up no no the, the left hand side but he's better right hand than the left hand really yeah, yeah he's better he hit he hit over 260 with the uh, with the righty for a righty uh, he he could have hit a fastball right left hand and and, and I'm not I'm not shitting on Escobar, bro. I I still think he has a great season. It's just it's just the Edge. You heard me harping in your space a lot last season, especially the trade deadline. Like you know, you don't just want to bring in the good players. You want to bring in the right players for the ball club. The right yep. the guys that mesh together. That's why I don't have an issue with Vogelback because Vogelback actually gets along with the team. You hear them talk. He's they're like, oh, he's funny. He's a clubhouse guy. This guy, Darren Ruff, does not fucking belong in that dugout. He doesn't have one friend on the team. He doesn't have one person walk up to him and say, we believe in you. They all just look at him and look Epler at Buck and say, Epler, his friend. <laughs> yeah, and they just look at him and they say, bro, what are we doing? What are, You can't be serious, bro. I, I feel bad for the players, bro. I feel bad for Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer. Like, they got sold a bill of shit, bro. Honestly, yeah, you got sold a bill of fucking bullshit, bro. Imagine being Justin Verlander. He's on the Houston fucking Astros. Just won a World Series. They, you know, they might not paid him as much, but he was in the market, bro. He was gonna get paid, and you fucking signed up for Darren Ruff, bro. Yeah, I just, yo, six. That's it. I I apologize, six. Look, the fucking owner. Basically sold you that he got fucking Carlos Correa, but he ended up giving you a big fucking screen TV and a fucking nightclub and saying, "Go win me a World Series." Let's be straight. Let's be straight. Let's be honest here, bro. That's the 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 two things that this fucking ownership is fucking selling you is a big screen TV and a fucking nightclub for fucking rich people. Okay, all right. You know what the problem, Edge? Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you you guys were just talking. Like, you just told me what Escobar hits right-handed, right? We just sent a kid down, one of our top prospects, who's left-handed. How many percent of the pitchers that start are left-handed? Which caters... A lot. Like, like how many lefties start? I, I, I look at... Like the, I don't. I think there's. It's got to be eighty percent, seventy to eighty percent. I would. I would guess of the starting pitches are right-handed, and we just catered to a guy who hits lefties. So now you you just sent your kid to the minors. You you now are gonna go with Escobar at third base, knowing most of the pitches are gonna be right-handed, and he sucks lefty. We saw last year he sucks lefty. He can't hit high eat lefty. You said it. He. I, I just don't get it. And look, don't don't tell me Lacastro needs to make the team too, bro. What I don't give a fuck about Lacastro. Lacastro could have hit my fucking my shoe size last year until he got to the fucking Yankees, bro. No, no. Listen, the kids. One of the kids needed to be up. All right, it either had to be Vientos for the DH or fucking baby starting at third base. Plain and simple. That did not happen. You cannot sell a fan base who spent fucking a shit ton of money on what? At the the end of the day, what did the Mets spend money on? Just re-signing their own players and bringing in Verland and expect to be better than what they were last year? I I, I don't I don't get it, bro. I I, and you now you lost the fucking best closer in baseball and you expect to win or compete for a division? 
I, I, I don't I don't understand it. I really don't understand it, bro. Hey, hey, it's just just think too. Imagine those fans that when uh Cohen initially signed Correa, all those fans that bought all those season tickets too. Now now what do you think? It's a fucking swindle, but listen, if you want to come up, I know Hector wanted to come up and Joe and, uh, you know, and other people will have, you know, stuff to say because of this fucking situation. Go ahead and fucking say it. I, um, I don't know who's going to go first. I but you wonder why, up. but you want, people wonder why I am the way I am. This is the shit I've been going on forever, guys. And you guys get on me about stuff. I get on stuff. Joe, Joe, I, I, listen, I, I know you want, I know you want fucking therapeutic shit, bro, but we all went through it as that next end. But this is, this is a real part of Mickey Mouse move. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. It is. You can say what you want to me, but it is. This is a disgrace. The Yankees, is. I mean, it's a disgrace the things they do. They can't get out of their own way. Whoever said that, exactly right. It's a shame, man. It just, it just, it just this is just, I'm sorry. I, I it, what an embarrassment. A total fucking embarrassment they are. They really are. They are a fucking Mickey Mouse organization. I'm sorry, Edge. I apologize. Joe, it's the way they speak. Every time they speak, somebody said it that he said Correa was the missing piece. Somebody said yep. that earlier. That was Chris. Right. That yeah, was that Chris. was a great point. point. That was I a said. great point. Like you know, now, what did he say about Beatty? How many games he has to play in the minus? Okay, so when they call him up in the third week of the season because these other guys suck, if it happens, shouldn't you as the owners fire your GM because he told you three weeks ago, like he's telling you today, that Bray Beatty has to play this many games in the minus. So if you at any point in this year, and by the way, you called him up last year for the biggest game of the year against the Atlanta Braves, but now he can't make the team. That is disgusting. That's, that's disgusting. It's pathetic, and the more they speak, the less I think they know. And that's and cousin on the other side of town, you got Volpe, who's going to be starting day one. I mean, but what's what? Beatty's probably uh, every bit as good as him. Who Give cares? Him a I, 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 don't, I don't care about fucking Volpe. Or Amen. This is the... This is a mismanagement of fucking what you have going on. I don't know that they, they want to overexpose these kids for a trade down the line, but that doesn't matter, bro. That doesn't fucking matter at this point. You're trying to make the you, buck. Buck is buck is bullshit. Buck is like I told y'all. Buck is like Tom Thibodeau. Okay, you gotta prove to fucking Tom Thibodeau that you can fucking play as a fucking veteran before you even bring the young kids into the equation. All right. So my thing is. Buck basically is supposed to put the best players in the positions to make the team better, just like Tom Thibodeau does. He's not doing it. He's he's not doing it. It's either him or the fucking GM or both of them or even the owner. So all of them is fucking grouped into one at this point because if it's a group effort, everyone will have to fucking kick the fucking blame when this shit don't work out. And heads are going to fucking roll, bro. Heads are going to roll. You cannot... And the fans are going to go back to the same shit, not believe in the fucking owner, what he says, and basically call him the fucking Will Pons and Will Pons Part 2 and, and send him a whole bill of fucking shit because the results are not going to be there or possibly not going to be there because you don't put the best money on for a team that you can fucking buy. You, you put the money out there, but it's not spent well. And that goes down to the fucking... The manager who wants the fucking veteran players, the Ep the Epler who's a bag holder that has a conversation with the owner, and fucking the the the, the hidden ghost of the fucking organization. You know who I'm talking about. I don't want to mention his fucking name, all right? But you know who I'm talking about. So those three three the four horsemen I'm gonna call them the fucking four horsemen basically is gonna ruin this fucking season because they want to be stubborn and they want to be right all the time. That's that's how I see it. Coming off of a hundred wins. Crazy.
crazy. They Yo, better Edge. fucking win, bro. Yo, Edge, they better win. Quick. Go ahead, bro. The, the kid that just got called up for the Cardinals, uh, Jordan Walker. He's a um, stud. 201 games in the minors. Fucking stud too, bro. 201 games. And he is a stud, but I'm just saying. 201 games. Michael Conforto had fucking 82 games between single A and double A, and he was hitting World Series homers. World Series homers, bro. Yep, and, and I, I remember way back, uh, Alejandro Kirk from the Blue Jays. He didn't even go to triple A or double A. He went from single A right up to the bigs. So this shit about, oh, I need him to have 300 games because Nolan Arenado, Austin Riley, and Devers did it. That is the biggest load of garbage. That All that says to me is, well, I traded three prospects for this guy. I got to live and die with him. That's all it is. Well, and and I'm going to stick to this Cohen me. narrative real quick, Edge. Uh, this Cohen narrative about he's he's the man, well, he's finally stepped in shit. When you, like I said earlier, and I got to repeat it because I'm just as frustrated as everybody. When you tell everybody that you were missing a bat and he is the missing piece to what they needed, and I'm going to pay $350 million for him, two weeks later say, nah, don't worry about it, and then do nothing about it after that and leave the problem that you felt was a problem right where he is, and you got two guys that can play that position who had a hell of a spring. It's fucking bullshit. It, it, oh, by the way, by- my fault, Edge. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I apologize. No, it's your top prospect. This is not any run-of-the-mill fringe, you know, mid-tier prospect. It's your top fucking prospect, bro. It's your top third-base prospect that showed you. In the- bro, before you go, Keith, this is a this. You know how I know Epler is bullshit, bro? Because they was praising Beatty on his fucking his eye, his fucking patience, his ready to fucking go you know, at bats in the major leagues last year. Last year. And now all of a sudden they flipped the script saying that he's not ready at 23 years old, bro. The dude had a 980 OPS in the fucking AAA last year when he was up there. 980. And he was and he was playing and he was pitching against and he was playing against major league pitchers, by the way, in the minors. Why are we fucking having this kid waste his time there unless you're trying to justify a trade or like what Cousins and, and Hector and, and a lot of other fucking people been saying, you're trying to manipulate fucking service time with the fucking richest owner in fucking the sport. That's disgusting, bro. And that's that's, that's the worst part is because remember, remember last year I told y'all it always irritated me back when the Phillies were like that. When we 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 did that to Ryan Howard, let we we did the service time shit with him for all them years in the minors, and I'm just happy because, look, I know my guy got hurt. He was he's 19 years old. He never pitched in AAA, and he was about to start the regular season. He got hurt, but it shows a direct like I don't I don't get the the, the direction of the of the team not willing to play prospects. I I don't I I didn't get it last year when they were brought up and they were just sitting there, and I don't get it this I really don't get it get it this like this makes no sense this 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 is makes no sense to me i i don't i don't understand how you looking to compete in the division and in in in, in the national league and you know you're you know you're down your your, your closer so you know it's going to be you know it's going to be harder to hold on to those runs and you're going to need a little bit of extra extra runs here and there right and you have two guys that can swing the bat two guys that can swing the bat and 
you know, and it, and the front office and Buck and the ownership and they're just like, yeah, no, nah, we're not going to go with those. And lost in, and lost in all this is Alvarez. I, they're going to screw him up. You know that. How about you know how about Alvarez the fact? Up. How about the fact that what they they're running the same lineup back as last year that basically failed and was absolutely they got Hold absolutely on, Hold on, the, the lineup got absolutely smoked in the three, in the six games it counted and then they're going to double down on a crappier lineup and an older lineup the next year. It makes no fucking sense. It doesn't make any sense not to bring these kids up unless you want to fucking lose. Do you want to be worse? Because you're already going to be worse because some of these guys are going to fucking regress. They're going to fucking regress. That's just the way baseball goes. But let's double down on fucking Darren Ruff and fucking Vogelback and the rest of this shit lineup from six through nine. Fucking sucks. Go ahead, Keith. Go ahead, Keith. Here's the thing. Eddie, I I agree with you. B, what I want to, the point that you made, here's the thing. 100% pissed at Epler. But when you say, what what do they want? What is it? This screams to me. Them sucking off Buck Showalter, trying to make magic, trying to make miracles. Motherfucker won 101 games last year, and he probably said, I'll handle it. I'll handle it. That's probably, that's probably what he said when fucking Diaz got hurt and everything. I'll handle it. Because the smartest guy there, I don't care what anybody tells me, is Buck. I know Epler does what he does. He's a fucking idiot, too. But the thing is, is that they probably sit in a room, right? And I can see it, and Buck's like, I'll take care of it. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll do this. We'll do that. And trying to do these miracles on a baseball field, and it, they probably have so much faith in him because him and SNY and all these other fucking Met fans fucking pick up their pants or drop their pants for Buck Showalter. That's probably why they sit in Pat, and they'd be like, all right, we'll do something when Buck says we need to do something. But I don't think Buck's going to do anything because Buck has sat there through – through uh, Vogelbach, through fucking Michael Givens, through fucking Darren Ruff, through fucking Escobar giving you a month of baseball. You know what I'm saying? And, like, don't get me started on Mark fucking Canna and all this shit. There's, like, five or six guys there that literally, like, if Buck said jump, they're fucking trying to fucking dunk a basketball, okay? And they fucking drop down and bow down to this fuck. As for Steve Cohen, I think he's the biggest criminal of this shit, too. Because you know what? You said it best, Edge. I don't give a shit about a new scoreboard. I'm looking at the field. Who the fuck is looking up at the scoreboard? I don't care about donuts and fucking fried chicken in a sandwich. My cholesterol's already fucking high. I don't care about that shit. The fuck? What does that matter to me? Fucking parking went up $10. Why? I'm gonna fucking park with Hector now. Fuck that shit. So I'm upset too. But listen, Buck Showalter, biggest fucking twerk artist in this fucking uh, organization because they bowed down to him because he won 101 games. There's no fucking trophy for winning 100 games. The Dodgers won 111 fucking games and they ended up with the middle of a fucking donut. They had a worse year than us. Unless these motherfuckers are going to hoard all these prospects and send these motherfuckers to Anaheim, then I don't want to hear any excuse about 200 and 300 and 400 games in the fucking farm. You might as well just ship them to Anaheim now. That's the only thing I can sit here and make logic of. And I don't even think they're going to do that, to be honest with you. This is all bullshit. It just feels like 
listen, one thing, my biggest pet peeve with any human being in life is that guy who tries to be the smartest man in the room. And I get that vibe from Billy Epler and I get that vibe from Buck Showalter. Motherfucker has no rings and he walks around like he's God. No, 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 no. Can't do that with me, bro. I'm not accepting that. No, you shouldn't accept that neither edge. Neither should anybody else. I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? You deserve better as a Met fan. So does Joe and Clark. So does Chris. So does everybody in this fucking space. Because that kind of bullshit is exactly why they have that LOL Met shit going on. Okay? I don't care about a fucking luxury lounge that I don't got the fucking money to sit in. Because I sit in fucking section 425. Fuck everybody who's sitting over there who's not even watching the game. But my dumbass paid my money to watch fucking Darren Ruff give me fucking four hits in about 200 games. I don't want to hear that shit, bro. Fucking, fucking Darren Ruff needs to go to the minors and work on his fucking 400 game fucking stretch. But we, listen, I, I, my thing oh, is... Real I don't... quick, Edge, last point. I'll shut the hell up. Last point. Brett Batty has 237 games in the fucking minor leagues. So he wants him to sit down there for a whole nother year. Don't sell me that shit, bro. It, it doesn't make sense, bro. It does, it's not adding up. It's, it's, it's either you're going to trade these kids or you're going to basically just let them sit in the minors so to Bro's gonna win their value. He's going to win rookie of the year at 30. I don't want to hear this yeah, shit. That, the, 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 the Mets What do you think it's going to become of Alvarez? Alvarez is not ready, bro. The Mets are one major injury away on offense to this team looking like it did in 2021. They're one major inf- injury yep. away from that. Yep. That's what they yep. are. Yep. Yo, yo, Eddie, yo, Eddie, you know this remind me of the Almighty Fourth Seed year with fucking. With oh my God! It does. Yo, yo, it, it's, it it's does. like mirror fucking ending. Almighty one hundred and one wins. Yo, it's like the mirror ending. Almighty one hundred and one wins. Eddie, Holy Eddie, if there's an injury, we might be better off because then Beatty and Vientos comes up. <laughs> yeah, can I just tell you guys something? Uh, they they fucked up by not getting somebody after fucking. Uh, What's his? I of Korea. They got. They should have. That's one. That the that's top. my biggest issue, Eddie. You're absolutely right. How do you yeah. forget Luke Voigt? Hold on. So everybody is in here telling me they went in in the '80s, and the number I, I have under ninety-five. I have under. Ed, you know, I had under the original number. The more yep. I listen, yep. I actually think I'm going to put a big bet on over ninety-two and a half because what the obvious always looks to everybody never comes true. Everybody's in here complaining, and the people that make the lines, they were wrong last year. But they make a living, usually out of being right. I almost feel like the Mets at 92 and a half right now, if you can get it, you have to bet it. Uh, I'm fucking, I'm not fucking, I can't take that bet, bro. I can't take that bet. <laughs> Yo, David, go ahead, bro. David, go ahead. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My patience is paid off. <laughs> Yo, uh, so my whole thing is, like, I put on the Jumbotron a couple things. Um, but the first thing I wanted to talk about was uh, the fact that the AAA team is going to have basically all our top prospects on there. And if those dudes are winning games consistently and we're – and our major league t- team is losing games – it's going to put such a firestorm on this front office that it, they're going to crack under the pressure. So I don't see them not calling up at least two of them by by mid-June. Um, I, I don't see these – Escobar, I don't see Ruff or Fam 
contributing the way these young guys could. Um, the only, and I think Keith said it too. Um, the only reason I could see them keeping them down there is if they really trying to go after a major name, which the only major name would be Otani. But you're basically crippling. If they do go that route, they're basically crippling the farm system and the ability to lower the payroll for years to come by doing something like that. And then you're not 100% guaranteed to re-sign Otani. So it's a major risk that if they go in that route, which I kind of feel that's where they're going, they're trying to trade the top prospects for Otani, it, it could be even worse than I imagined. But uh, I, I – go ahead, go ahead, man. No, nah, I don't. I don't see it, bro. Because that that will be to me. I think that would be a panic move. But go ahead and uh, go ahead and continue. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I don't want that shit to happen. My, I, I, I'm a like I said earlier. The young guys, for us to be successful, those young guys got to be here. They're they're hungry. They want to make their millions. They don't want to be making five hundred thousand playing in the big leagues. They they're out here to to get it, and that's what we need. And I'm just. <sighs> Man, this shit is crazy, bro. I, 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 I hope. I, I honestly hope Ruff and Fam snap their ankle on the, getting off the bus over the day. Like, it, it's that bad. And I, I, it, it, I, I might sound like a piece of shit for saying that, but bro, like something's something's got to happen. These dudes got to be gone. Like it's bananas. But I, I'm done. I'm done. I'm actually gonna drop down. Thank y'all for your time, man. Bro, be safe, David. Yo, yo, Edgen, cousins, and Eddie, and everybody. I'm gonna just say this because I've just been thinking about this since since I since I saw the news. If Bryce Harper comes back before Beatty and Vientos get to play a game in the majors this year, he will. That, that's a big fuck up on the Mets. That's will. a huge. That's 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 a huge fuck up. Be he will. Be he will. That, I mean, but, but that, that really, no, seriously, like, am I crazy? I mean, I, I just no. think like. You want to put you want to put you want to put the games on them guys like you want to get out and 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 be successful from the gate. You don't want to wait for guys not to be hitting and then have to bring these guys up and wait and and wait to see what's going. Like I, I feel like it takes the advantage out of the fucking off the team. Like I, I it just doesn't. I, I'm not making sense of this. I can't make any. Somebody the, the, somebody the, tell me that, that I'm this, that, that I'm crazy or something. No, you're I don't not crazy. Bree, this manager just made a quote. He says. They have to master the level that they're at before they can move up. That's what the fuck he's selling to people, bro. He's bro, literally that's, spewing that shit. What I'm is they got to say that. to that shit, bro? That's, that's bullshit because they're better prospects. That's, PR. Like that's called prospects. PR. He's selling this PR bullshit to that's hide cool. these fucking kids and hoard them in the farm. They better hope and pray they get Otani because let me tell you something that big old scoreboard in City Field that Cohen pay whatever the fuck they should knock that piece of shit down right with, behind what the fucking parking lot is fuck that shit to, to trade for Otani to me is fucking crazy it's stupid if you're gonna trade for Otani it's stupid it's a dumb move I don't want to trade the whole farm system for one fucking guy that you have a 50% chance of signing next offseason it's dumb trade for minor, other people minor league suicide bro That's what exactly it is. Yep. Can I interject real quick? And uh, off oh the history, God. off the off the history of last year, every time we tried to make an attempt at a trade, we either overpaid or a, the team tried to fleece us. Where we're like, hell no, 
And it's the same thing with the reports with the Alexis Diaz um trades now. How, they're asking for two two top five prospects for an unproven Alexis shit Diaz. Is crazy, like that, bro. Not, dude, I don't see us that, pulling that, a trade where we're not yeah. fucking not selling our souls. They're not getting that. That's a Met tax, bro. They're not getting that. They know the Mets are desperate. They're not getting that shit. They, 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 they got to ask for who they want. No one is going to give them two top five prospects for that dude. That dude is not even that Yo, good. if you're the Angels, um, me, right, uh, in the Mets College... If I'm the Angels GM and the Mets call for Otani, I'm going to be like, are you fucking kidding me? You're trying to sell me on kids who you didn't play over fucking Escobar and Darren Ruff? Now you want to tell me they're good? Come on. It's it's crazy. Uh, Let me get get to someone new. Um, You know, I'm fucking tired of this fucking shit. Um, Ross, go ahead. Um, Mo, you was up here. You can come back up, bro. Um, You know, um, if you want to say something too. So, uh, Ross, go ahead. Yo, what's going on, guys? What's going on? So, uh, you know, I haven't been in – I joined like 10 minutes ago, so most of what I'm going to say probably got reiterated already, and so mm-hmm. I'll apologize for that in advance. But, I mean, it's the same old bullshit. How can you not go over it over and over? I mean, listen, you look at it from the start. This lineup – and if you want to talk about, you know, this payroll being, you know, the gap between one and two, between, the, you know, the Mets payroll and the second-place Yankees being 80 mil under them, and the fact that this lineup isn't far and away the top lineup in the league on paper – compared to how far and away the payroll is in the league, it's fucking ridiculous. And, you know, if your lineup was suitable enough, we wouldn't have to be sitting here arguing about top prospects being in the lineup five days before opening day. You know, you look back to a couple of the names, you know, whether however far, you know, two or three years ago it was when Cohen took over, you know, letting JT Realmuto his first year go to, uh, you know, the rivaling Phillies, and you bring in James fucking McCann, he's not even on the team two years later, he's going to be a backup in Baltimore. You know, a year later, you let Kyle Schwarber go to that same rival team, and, you know, they happen to make a, you know, they happen to get hot at the right time and make a, a, a World Series push when the team that had 20 more wins than them can't even get past the fucking wild card game. But who had a division lead for seven months, but like I said, you know, I sound like a fucking broken record. And then another one being Jock Peterson, but no, instead he goes the cheap route and gets the fucking foodie talking about ESPN, talking about his fucking Instagram account with his fucking gourmet dishes and all that. That's who that's who your uh, stopgap left fielder is. And now we shouldn't be in a position, and, you know, Escobar too. And by the way, I don't think Escobar is as much of a problem as Ruff is. I think Ruff's a complete fucking fugazi and a lot, lost cause from day one because you look at – he couldn't handle being in Philly. He couldn't handle being in Japan. He got to San Francisco is when he finally, you know – you know, got his career, you know, a, a, a fire sparked his career under the same system, Gabe Kapler's system. They, they went from 108 wins to fucking 81. And you're, you're going to sit here and tell me that that shit wasn't bullshit, but, but that's a whole different story. And all in all, and you brought whoever brought up before, you know, the Verlander, Scherzer, they got sold a, a bill of bullshit. And, you know, you look at both of them, you know, individually, what are they? They're up, you know, at 39, 40. They're both pushing 40. And they're both on two-year deals being the two highest paid players in the league. So, you know, re- realistically, while it's not really, you know, at the end of the day, if you're paying these guys to be the top two highest paid players in the league, well, when they're pushing 40, it's realistically a two-year win-now period. In Scherzer's case, a three-year win-now period, and we know a year one went. And you, not only did you let go of a top three shortstop, or in, in their case, a third baseman, because of a, of a fucking leg scare that just, you know, jumped out of the blue in what felt like a month and went back to Minnesota, who he spent the year with and saw no issues at all. San Francisco, New York, didn't see him at all. They saw him for a week, and he would have thought he was, his leg was hanging by fucking pins and needles. You let him go, and you're bringing back the same fucking lineup you had that got one hit in a do-or-die game in a playoff game, the, the third game that's, that we've seen under uh, Cohen's uh, ownership. The lineup got one hit, and you could, argue, you could arguably say it got worse. 
So, I mean, at the end of the day, you're paying a 40-year-old and a 30, 39-year-old in their first and second years of two- and three-year deals. And the, and the team, you could arguably say, on t- in terms of the lineup, got worse. And the pitching, you could say what you want about it. It's certainly different. But, I mean, depending on what you look, how you look at it, you lost DeGrom and Bassett. You know, DeGrom basically never on the field and Bassett choked when it mattered most. For a 40, 40-year-old Verlander, you know, albeit coming off a Cy Young season and just had Tommy John the year before and fucking Kadai Senga, where, I mean, if he's even close to what he is in Japan, you know, is a solid pickup. But who the hell knows? Because, you know, those Japanese players are a 50-50, whether or not they translate to the MLB. And also, you look at the bullpen, yeah, they added depth to it, but you lost the one fucking advantage you had over, the one bona fide advantage you had over the rest of the league you lost before the season even started. And that's really all I got. I like Ross. Ross makes good points. So um, I'm going to follow you, my man. Um, I appreciate I you, it. I, I know I, I actually heard your voice before because um, I, I heard you actually on FAN a couple of times. Yeah, I try, I, I, I <laughs> it's hard to get in these spaces because, you, you know, I catch a couple bit of pieces, but pieces of them, but. You know, like a couple, 80, 90, even, you know, 100 people join every once in a while, so it's hard to get on speaker, but. You know, <laughs> last like, year, last year Ross, we have like thousands, we had like 3,000 Oh, and I bet you'll have ball. more when this, when there's another fucking collapse in July to the Marlins. <laughs> yeah, yep, There'll be yep. more. And I'll, wait, let me yep. add one more thing real quick, and then I, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you go. I'll drop off. You no. know, when I was listening to you guys bringing up the prospect pool and whether or not, you know, if you're either going to add him now for a win-now situation, which, which you know, I'd say 90% of the spaces, you know, arguing for, or if you want to hold them back and, and use them as trade assets for Otani or, or Machado or whoever the hell, even Soto, whoever, mainly Otani's ones that's getting talked about. You had Jared, Jared fucking Porter, and I think a lot of people forget about him, was the first guy brought in with Cohen, and in one week, he was here for like three months, but the one week he made a move, he got the fucking face of this organization for the next 10 years and gave up two of the top prospects, well, Rosario wasn't a prospect, but one of the, the top one of the top prospects in the organization and one of the top prospects before he graduated from being a prospect. And you know, you could talk about Jimenez and Rosario lighting up in Cleveland. That's fine. That's that's Cleveland's MO. Every year that team's you know, the top, the, the oldest guy in the team's twenty eight and they just feed off you know, the low payroll, rookies having careers and all that shit. That's fine. You send any rookie there, they're gonna they're gonna light it up. You can't, you know, you can't go to bed crying over that. You got a bona fide fucking all star for the next ten years of Lindor. You can talk about his first year with shit. That's fine. Look at Diaz. His first year was beyond shit. And his second year, he lights it up. He's arguably the best uh, batter in the lineup. Many people would probably agree that he is the best hitter in the lineup. And that guy was here for three fucking months. If he just could control himself on his phone, he'd still be here. And we want to talk about a guy who fucking drinks behind the wheel. And now this dipshit that doesn't know what the hell he's doing and got himself fired in L.A. with Trout and then Otani for two years. But, you know, Cohen fucking salivates at the mouth for him. So who knows? He'll probably be here for the next three years and we'll see the same shit. In that five-year window, Cohen talked about when he first took over the team, they'll be fucking ringless all five years. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you, Rose. Um, six left, so um, look, it's fucking disappointing. I, I had the Mets at the high, high end, ninety-two. I don't even think that's gonna be the case because I think it's gonna someone's gonna get injured. Uh, I, I just got a feeling someone big in the lineup is going to get injured and then they're going to rush to bring these kids up and the kids are not going to produce. And, you know, uh, I, I I don't want to think worst case scenario, but the organization is making me feel this way. And you can't sell me, you know, getting a, another all-star in here like in Korea and then don't do anything and then bring it back. Darren Ruff and fucking Vogelback. Vogelback is a good player. I think he's a good bench piece. I think he's a good, you know, I think he's getting a little bit short-sighted. 
by a lot of Met fans because they think that he's the punching boy or the whooping boy. But to get in as a Met, so um, I, I he's valuable, you know, to a certain extent. But this fucking hillbilly, fucking thing is, you don't want to give Correa a fucking contract because his fucking knees or his fucking uh his fucking leg about to blow the fuck out. But Darren Ruff has fucking arthritic wrists. And you think you expect him to fucking swing a fucking bat for the for the whole entire season or do anything remotely close to a major league, bro? I I just don't understand the philosophy of this organization and what they're trying to sell fans. I really don't understand it. I I need to know where Cohen wants to go. He wants a World Series, but you have to show us fans that you are you know you are wanting a World Series. You just can't fucking bring Verlander in. And not add to the offense that got fucking one hit or no or, or haven't or didn't produce a run against fucking good starters in the fucking wild card in your own building. You can't have that, bro. You can't bring and run back the same lineup that fucking got shitted on. And you would and, and and buck, 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 my man, you embarrass the organization thinking that the dude was cheating. That's how fucking desperate you were. You can't have that, bro. You can't run that back again because what will be the excuse then? Your, your fucking players suck in pressure spots? Come on, bro. You This is this is a trickle-down effect of winning 100 games and thinking that you're something and you're really not. You're really a, a bunch of frauds. That, that, that's how I see it. A bunch of frauds. So, Ed, Ed, Ed you, were, you were right when you said they should have went after Yuri Gurriel. I, I mean, Korea come on! Would have been perfect, bro. I, I, I mean, come on! You're gonna double down on Darren Ruffin? Who would you rather have, have hidden? I'd rather have Yuri Goriel. It's not even close. Uh, Schwarber on a minor was league deal. Schwarber was the big miss last year, in my opinion. That guy's fucking. Yeah, we, 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 we knew that. We talked. I, about I disagree, yeah. Ross, because you they, guys they, killed Scherzer. Schwarber. I disagree, bro, because they were looking at getting away from the home run or nothing and building around that ballpark. They had to establish something or some type of identity. You can't bring a swing and miss guy in here when you brought swing and miss guys to city and they did not do anything or did not translate to anything. I disagree yeah, with that. I, I, I disagree with that, bro. But that's a fair point. Is, even, you even look at your, and I, I don't know if he's really, you should be labeled as a swing or miss guy, but in, in their case, you know, he is a swing or miss guy. That so-called game three where you do get one hit is your swing and miss guy getting a fucking single up the middle in the fourth inning and then doing jack shit to bring him in. That was your last sign of life offensively. So, I'm, so, 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 I'm so desperate, Edge, as a Mets fan. I would have bought on Nelson Cruz. That's how bad I, I think this offense is. Anyone is better than Darren Ruff, bro. I, oh, Goriel, anybody. Goriel would have been the guy because he is a fucking good fucking first baseman. Ask Lindsey. Lindsey can tell you. It's not like if you're a hitter, hitter. He can play first and spell Pete. He's and and it's hits. nothing. And, and it's a nothing to lose move. If he sucks, you cut him. Who gives exactly, a fuck? Exactly. Exactly. It, it didn't make sense. JD oh Davis God. was better, and you even saw in the three months he was with Sam Brand right. was putting uh, up the same. Right no, 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 don't get me with David, JD Davis. No, I'm not. I'm not advocating for Davis, but I mean that's how shit rough is. And he made Davis look like the next Barry Bonds. Yeah. And when he wasn't Sam Fran for two months, he was putting up the numbers. Yeah. That yeah he's a, he's not up. a New York player. He's, he's not a, exactly. Either one of them are. He's not a New York player, bro. But we talk about Darren, bro. He's a fraud, J.D. Davis. 
So is Rob Ruff the biggest one. Sam Fran is turning him into something he's not so they could flip him for value just like they finessed the Mets with getting rough. Listen, you're, you're, uh, Ross, you're not wrong. I'm just telling you. That guy could have cut it here with the Mets. Oh, no, no. They're going for the bare minimum. Even Vogelback, and I don't think Vogelback's half is bad. You got your fucking – if they, he's going to be your opening day DH, you got your bona fide DH saying in spring training he can't buy a hit. Your designated hitter can't buy a hit. The, the and bottom, that's the fucking problem. The bottom line is – Epler dropped the ball in addressing the fucking lineup. This has been an issue since last year, and he didn't. He dropped the fucking ball after Correa. There was still free agents out there. He dropped the fucking ball. It's not Epler though, bro. This is remember we remember we look look Eddie before we get the covers. Remember we came into the spaces in the off season, and we had like a couple spaces here. This is on the owner. The owner took charge of this fucking Tell me the franchise, man. No, bro, no, 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 no. This is specifically on calling to me. To me. But, because... but Ed, the only reason I'll say otherwise is because you, you're he's an owner, but he's not a baseball guy. You have to listen to your baseball guys. Eddie, that's where Epler needs to step up and say, yo, Eddie, we need Eddie, to score some fucking runs. Eddie, that's why he's a fucking bag holder. He's a yes man, bro. When your owner comes fucking... And the in the in the whole offseason and the, and basically got Ber- Berlander and fucking Cabo when he was fucking on vacation. He got fucking he's talking to Correa when he's on vacation with his wife and, and trying to get him to close deals. He's a bag holder, like what I've been saying, bro. He doesn't have no input. He he's a novice. He you can look, Epler is a fucking he's a clown to me. But he shouldn't be getting most of the fucking blame because you know why? The owner, the owner put his face out here to us fans and basically said, oh, I'm going to get you Correa because he's the missing fucking piece. I'm going to get you Verlander because you thought about DeGrom and we don't want to fucking, we didn't want to fucking resign DeGrom so we're going to get you the next best thing. When yeah. you go all in, when you go all in, bro, and you got the face of your franchise, not Epler, not DeGrom, not Pete Alonso, not fucking Lindor, it's your fucking owner. Basically, putting these words out here, this is what you're going to get. And you're going to have to feel the brunt of every fucking fan that thought that they had something good going here when the shit goes south. Simple. Plain and simple. Edge, Edge, I'm with you. But, you know, this is starting to feel like, you know, the Wilpon years, 2021. This is is not a good feeling. Like I said, they're one injury away from being irrelevant. They better win, bro. That's all that they better. We win. we we, we went it. over the schedule, Edge. We went over it. It's not not easy. Who's next? Go ahead. Yo, y'all can hear me? You can, you can hear me? Yeah, yeah. the fucking space yeah. acting up, bro. Go ahead. Yeah, I can get off mute for a second. I don't know what's going on. Space acting up. Yeah. Everybody coming back in. Yo, I don't know what that yeah, was. Yeah, I, I couldn't Yo. hear anything. <laughs> yeah, no, 
that that's the shit is acting up. You know, you know, Musk got it out for me, bro. I keep telling you all this shit. He got it out for me, bro. But you know, this this shit acting up. Um, I want to get up. We I want to get up the fucking Mets, man. Fuck the Mets right now. They they piss every fucking Mets fan off. I want to talk about other fucking teams. So Yo, Edge, can I just throw one you thing know? in? Just with Russ, like. I, I took the DeGrom thing probably worse than anyone. He's my guy. I, I love Jacob DeGrom. But if I am telling you, as the guy who was pissed off at that move, Justin Verlander is a fucking stud. I don't care if he's 40. Justin Verlander was the best thing they could have did. And I know we keep shitting it. And somebody's putting Lindor down. Well, Lindor's got it. Well, what if Lindor reverts? 2021, the manager was a fucking clown. That manager did not have anything, any idea what was going on in that clubhouse. That's the one good thing I will give Buck. He does a lot of things that piss me off, but the, he took over all of the bullshit and took the pressure off players. Lindor's going to be great. He's he's probably going to be a top five to seven MVP candidate, and Justin Verlander will be here the whole year. As much as I love DeGrom, DeGrom fucking made 12 starts, I think, last year. They're going to be better just because of that. So that's like, I know we're getting caught up in all the negative, but when somebody's saying, you know, we lost to Grom and then, then we went out and got in Verlander, like Ross was saying, but you, listen, Justin Verlander was unfucking believable last year. He, maybe he got tired. He didn't pitch for two years. He pitched one game in two years. Maybe he got tired at the end of last year, but Justin Verlander was probably the best pitcher in baseball last year. So I, I'll give them credit for that move. And I'm telling you, Met fans are going to love him. I'd watch him in spring training. I just love his energy. I love the way he goes at opposing fans. I think he is going to be a fan favorite. So I, I like I I don't think anybody should be on here putting him down or saying that was a bad move. Because that was an that was an incredible move. All right, I don't hear anything again. Did I did I lose you? I hear you, cousins. Cousins, you can no, hear me? No, we're, we're good. I we're hear good, you. Cousins. Yeah, we're good. We're good. I'm just, I'm just stunned that they didn't bring fucking. I, I'm stunned that they didn't fucking let one of these kids fucking get an opportunity. I'm fucking shocked, bro. Um, I'm fucking pissed the fuck off, and I'm stunned that that's not that wasn't the case, bro. Just a missed opportunity. But remember, remember, guys, we got this big old fucking shiny new TV, and we got this fucking speakeasy club on fucking left field line or right field line or whatever you want to do. You can go. Yo, check it out. You got new food there. It's a fucking country club. I don't want a fucking country club. I want a fucking... I want a championship, bro. That's all I Yo, want. Mario Kart looks tight on that fucking big scoreboard. Yeah, yeah, it looks fucking great, bro. Listen, if you a gamer, bro, that shit... Shit, that shit looks yeah. banging on that shit. I know, front. That, that yeah, shit looks dope. Imagine playing MLB The Show on that bitch. Oh, yeah. my. Yeah. God. Yeah. All right, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Bo, Bo was up here. Bo was up here before. Uh, he had his hand up. So don't let Mo go. And then Menzi, uh, please change the subject. Just talk about the Yankees. Mo, talk about Volpe. Can I say yeah, one thing before y'all move on, please? Menzi, go ahead. Sorry, ladies first. <laughs> uh, it's just about the Mets. But shout out to the three to one post game group. I'm excited that you guys are doing this. I've missed baseball spaces, obviously, because I don't have a football team to cheer for. Sorry about the sigh there. Oh, no, no, that's... One thing I want to add on to what Cousins just said, and I just messaged Edge about this. Justin Verlander is very outspoken in the clubhouse, and he's super close to the manager and probably, frankly, the owner. 
if he sees a problem, he's going to be vocal about it. And I bet you something changes quick because yeah, he didn't, he didn't go there to like lose. And if you got, I mean, I see you guys are pretty upset about this. I think they're trying to package a trade, but I could be wrong. I mean, what do I know? Listen, I I don't think they get no Tani. I don't, if they trade fucking these young guys for someone marginal, I'm going to be even more pissed the fuck off. But, um, you're good. You're good. How's your rodeo? How's everything? Oh, okay. So, um, the rodeo is great. Um, it feels great to be a World Series champ. I hope we can do this again. Uh, okay. I, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Uh, the Yankees will not make it past the ALCS again. The World think, Series is going to be Astros Mets. Uh, that was the prediction last year. It's going to be the prediction again. So, um, yeah, everything's good. I'm excited for Thursday. We have our, that's our opening. Well, I guess that's everyone's opening day, but that's when ours is at home. So I'm going to the game Thursday. Um, excited to see the banner and all the things. Don't drink too much, okay? <laughs> I'm not drinking. I didn't even drink today, bro. It was so hot here today. I couldn't even have a beer. So what's up? What else is Appreciate new? Appreciate you, Lindsay. I'm going to get a I can't hear Edge if he's talking. Can y'all? The space is completely. <laughs> Elon's on Edge's ass. Before, before, before the fucking space fucking shuts down because of the fucking must basically hear me talking about him. Go ahead, Mo. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> no, it was just a lot of bullshit coming out of Houston, Texas. That was the only thing I was hearing. Um, but, uh, <laughs> nah, bro. It's, it's funny because what I'm watching happening to the Mets is exactly what's happening to the Yankees. And, like, I'm fucking disgusted for both teams, bro, to be honest. Like, to see you guys with Beatty and Yentos and see what's happening with Ruff and fucking Vogelback being there, it's absolutely terrible. But um, to see what's happening with the Yankees and the Yankees blatantly coming out saying it's a competition and Volpe plays and Volpe's here. Volpe absolutely fucking mastered right now in the spring. He's played fucking phenomenal. And I have no idea why. You have Volpe, you have Peraza, you have DJ, you have all these guys, and I have to watch Aaron Hicks, IKF, and fucking Josh Donaldson. It's the most disgusting fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. And this just shows, uh, bro, the front office, like, like Cashman can't admit to making a mistake. And the same thing he did with fucking Gallo. Gallo had more fucking strikeouts than he had fucking hits. And he, he didn't want to fucking move Gallo until they forced him to fucking move him. Like, you have to move him. He was shit. And now you have a situation where Peraza's fucking there. Volpe's there. People ask, oh, Volpe doesn't have the arm for shortstop. So fucking Volpe at second. Put Peraza at fucking short. Put DJ at fucking third. Like, you have multiple positions where you can move players around. LeMahieu looks healthy. You can put him at third base. You can keep Torres at second. If you don't want to keep Torres and you want to move him now before you pay him next year, then fucking move Torres. Attach fucking Hicks him. Attach fucking Donaldson him. Attach whatever the fuck you want to Torres and you'll be able to move him. So I understand what you're saying, but there's a lot of fucking things that's fucked up with the Mets as well. Like, you have a player like Beatty who has the fucking power. The Mets weren't able to fucking add on to another bat. And I was speaking about it with you guys all of last year. Like, you guys need another bat. And the fact that you have a big kid that can hit with some power and you're not bringing him up, it's just fucking mind-boggling to me, bro. Like, I, I really don't understand what the fucking Mets are doing. So every Mets fan has every right to be fucking mad, but every Yankee fan right now, after watching what Volpe can do, what Praza can do, you having Cabrera that can play any fucking position on the field for you, like, to see IKF getting some run that fucking catcher is absolutely fucking disgusting. I was talking with Lindsay about it the other day. I put an $850 bet that if IKF stays here, I, I bet it $850 that IKF will play catcher more than two games this season. <laughs> you did that. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> 
Like it's, it's disgusting, bro. But yeah, I understand what the Mets fans' pains because the Yankee fans are having the same shit right now. Where you have a bunch of young fucking studs that deserve to fucking play. There's no reason why Peraza and Volpe aren't up 100. percent So I understand. I understand completely. No Edge, what is play. what is the reasoning for this? Because I feel like all of the teams are doing. I feel like every fan base is talking about the same situation. Like how the guys they don't want to bring these young guys up. Like what's the reasoning? I think Beatty's ready. I don't think Alvarez is ready. But I, I, we spoke about the here. I don't think Alvarez is ready. I think Alvarez also has to lose fucking 20 pounds, but I don't think he's ready. But I think Beatty's fucking ready. He's shown you last year off his first at-bat. But Beatty has the size. He has the power. He has the strength. He has the athleticism. The kid has good baseball IQ. The kid's ready, and this is a time for you to watch him play. He's played over 200 fucking minor league games. It's not oh, like he wow. Hasn't played I didn't realize that. Like the, the the kid, the kid's ready. The kid's gonna be a stud in this league. So there's no reason why. And the Mets need hitting. It's not like they have plenty of hitters and they don't have to bring him up. They need the hitting. And I think he's the perfect player to bring up for the Mets. So Has I'm he been brought up at all? Last year. Just one time though, because there's a certain amount of times you can do it, right? Like three. No, last month of the season he was brought up. Correct, Dodge. Uh, it was. It was uh, what? Beatty? July. Yeah, it was July. It was. It was July. Yeah, How many he, times can they bring him up and go back? At just three options. Like three, three options. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, bro. It's fucking. It's it's stupid. If you guys have the players, if the Yankees have the players, I understand. But to watch Beatty play over not play because of fucking Ruff and fucking Vogel back in these players, and to watch Volpe not play because you have IKF that that you that you gave him money for no fucking reason. To watch Donaldson fucking rip apart the Yankees and just take money from them for free. To Wait, watch fucking, not starting, Mel? Huh? He's not play- wait 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 because I couldn't get off mute because this fucking app. You said Beatty is not one hundred percent guaranteed to start. He's not like he has to compete for the starting position. You, I mean, not Beatty, but uh, the- Volpe. Oh, Volpe, Vol- yeah. Volpe might be sent down back to Triple. Yeah, he's making what? a decision tomorrow. Boone is. They might have IKF start at fucking short. <laughs> that that will be worse than Darren Ruff, bro. Yeah, See, like, that, so that, 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 we have we have one of the top prospects in all fucking baseball who's shown you that he can hit the fucking homer, who's shown you they can field, and they want to they want to keep IKF there, and they want to keep fucking Donaldson there. Like, it's fucking disgusting. What is going on in New York? Like, bro, I, I'm glad. I mean, send send Volpe down so you know we play you the first. Uh... I don't know what the fuck is, bro. What is going on in New York, bro? Yo, can I chime They're in? Manipulating quick? service time. They're manipulating service. Uh, time. Uh, that has to be the most logical thing because it doesn't make sense. That's what I was just asking you guys about: is the service time thing? Like, why are they doing that? Why are all these teams doing this with these young guys? So, it's not fair. so they could wait to pay them, so they don't have to pay them till later, and they could have more team uh, control of them, more years of team control. Is there a point where these guys, guys can be like, uh, well, I guess they they be like, I'm done. Go. They had Give me a, a trade. strike during the lockout, and they didn't oh, win. Oh, they did? And they didn't win, yeah. They didn't fight for it the right way. Hey, um, hmm. for the Mets, Buck, listen, Buck has a history of doing this shit. In 95, he was coaching the Yanks. Who did he refuse to bring up? Derek Jeter. He fucking leaves. What happens? Jeter gets called up. What happens? That We all know what happens after that. This Jeter. fucking guy, this guy, does, he does not, the only major minor league player he ever brought up was um, Manny Machado and he did that after a September call up and he had nobody to play that position so he, he he's just repeating his same fucking mistakes and every time he leaves a team that team um fucking wins a championship so I mean we might as well get rid of him now so he can fucking win 
fucking baseball, bro. But we'll get into that one. Listen, um, let me get to some new people. Um, I got my man Top up here. I got Brandon. Um, I'm gonna bring Top up, then Brandon, and then um, this is highly disappointing. This 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 is supposed to be a fucking preview of other teams and all that. Talk about fucking Met fucking disaster, fucking unbelievable, bro. And Yankees, and Yankees disaster. This shit, this shit. Listen, the New York disaster and fucking pond itself. Uh, Top, what's up, bro? What's up, Edge? What's up, B, Eddie, everybody in the room, man? Uh, you know, said I, w- I wasn't able to join any spaces. I'm dealing with some family matters in the hospital right now, uh, but I was able to find some uh, some some free time to just come up in here, man, because my phone was blowing up uh, about this stupid fucking decision that they're doing with uh, Brett Beatty and Vientos. Um, doesn't make sense to me. I mean, Beatty showed out in spring training was worth keeping up here. Um, I thought a hundred percent that they were going to keep this kid up here. I was confident. I was ready, uh, you know, hyped about seeing him in opening day, all that. And I get this fucking bombshell. Um, I don't, like I said, I don't get it. And for every Met fan, you know, that is frustrated, you have every right to be frustrated because we were prepared to have this kid up here. Same thing with Vientos, but they still think that Dan Ruff is a fucking major player. Like they, they think Darren Ruff is, is is gonna go is gonna bat three hundred and hit fucking twenty five to thirty home runs. I, I don't get it. I don't see I don't see it. I, I don't understand what it what it is, man. But you know, I, I t- today is one of those days where, you know, I don't wanna hear nothing about well, you, you know, you can't get mad at Steve or Buck, you know. They've 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 done they've done a lot they've done a lot of good for the not today. Not today. Not trying to hear it. That, that that just pissed me off when when I got that. So, um, like I said, I I, I <laughs> edge. I saw what you what you posted. You tagged Steve Cohen, and um and you're right. It's the fucking Buckshaw Walter is the Tom Thibodeau of of the fucking Mets, and it's it's, it's embarrassing, bro. It, it's it is embarrassing. Um, who knows what the fuck happens coming coming up on the on March twenty uh the first game of the season, um. We'll see how this plays out, but this should just this should piss me off. But I'm not gonna take too long, man. I know everybody has their thoughts, and and I just wanted to come in, and, you know, since I had this free time to come in and just give my opinion, man, and just make sure that everybody up in here is doing well, man. Shout out to everybody. God bless y'all. Yeah, I hope hey, your Tom, family's like okay. Prayers up to your family, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Prayers, thank bro. you. you. know, my grandfather, uh, he he uh he broke his hip. And uh, he fell and he broke his hip and he's kind of uh, I I thought you know when you break your hip but you're you know you do get you get the surgery and and then uh uh you know you, then you go through like the rehab so I'm I'm here thinking everything is good and they're telling me that he's been in a lot of pain uh that he's been taking a lot of medication so usually when that you know take, when you get that type of news you got to be on extra alert uh so that you know I was prepared to to join. Uh, the space today, uh, earlier, you know, get all, get everything that I wanted, speak longer with you guys. And then I'm going to do a, a post boxing one with, uh, with, uh, with smooth. And I just, I couldn't cause I'm, I'm going to be here most through most of the night, uh, be taking care of that. Cause, uh, I, I got fa- a lot of family members that won't be able to stay longer. And obviously I'm not, you know, working or anything like that. So I'm here to be by his side for as much as I can. Uh, so I was like, since I got a little bit of free time, because the nurse is kind of just helping him out and stuff, I was like, let me just come in and, 
you know, since I've been getting all the updates and stuff like that now, it's like it's a good time just to come in now since I got the time. But I'm I'm gonna be listening, y'all. I, I'm starting to post all my clips and stuff throughout, you know, from my daily uh, highlights and stuff like that. So I'm a, I'm gonna be listening, y'all. If I come out or come back in, it's because I'm posting something. But I'm definitely, you know, I'm I'm tuning in. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate you, top. Uh, you know, uh, prayers to your grand uh, to your grandfather. Okay, well, hopefully everything is good. All right. Just hit me up if you need anything. Um, let me go to my man Brandon. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, what's up to everybody in here? Um, as somebody who is a baseball fan and a New York Yankee fan, um, I definitely understand where y'all are coming from about not Brett Beatty not being in the lineup. And the problem that the Mets really have is that they kind of brought back the same lineup with no sort of changes. And that's a big, big issue that I'm sure everybody has in this room. And Brett Beatty really was the guy that was really going to be the change, the the one big lefty that y'all have. And it is fucked up. But like Eddie and Edge said, it's all about the service time manipulation. It's the reason why Volpe may not play until what, May or June? May or June, I believe. Um, and Brett Beatty might be the same because... Brett Beatty, unfortunately, is going to be one of those players where he's really good. He came from a really good draft class. But the fact is that Steve Cohen and Buck Showalter won't give a shit about none of that because of service time. And if you can get a player for an extra year, that's what they care about. Instead, they should probably extend the kid if they could so they can buy out all those years anyway. But they don't think like that. So um, it's unfortunate, but that's just how baseball owners think and uh, – it's, it's pretty messed up because that kid should be playing. Volpe should be playing. But it's not just an owner's thing. I mean, a New York thing. It's an owner's thing. All the owners do this with those big, high prospects. So, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. But, yeah, that's all I got to say. Yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate you, man. Who, who, was, uh, who was up next? We got uh, a – I think uh, Dan – Dan, and then, um, you know, we can switch it up a little bit. I'm fucking sick of the fucking Mets already, bro. They even fucking did game one. <laughs> but, yeah, they, they put a bad taste in people's mouth. So, uh, Dan, what's hey, up? Hey, not too much, Edge, B, Eddie, Cousins. Um, I wanted to get your guys' take on the World Baseball Classic. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I know, Edge, you're sick of the Mets, but we saw what, hap- we saw what happened in the World Baseball Classic. Do you think the MLB kind of – clamps down on letting players play in the World Baseball Classic? No. they. they you didn't see what Manfred said? He said he wants more of the fucking starting fucking, the star pitchers to fucking pitch for the World Baseball Classic when it comes about, from especially from the U.S. side. So, um, Sounds like I they want to pitch, too. Yeah, I don't I don't think I, I don't think the organizations want to pitch because look at what happened with the Diaz situation. Just freak injuries is going to scare a lot of these, you know, off Especially, you might want to fucking play, but the organizations might hold hold them back, saying that they can't do it because they're under contract and they have you know more to lose and less to gain from you know from playing in this damn tournament. But I think the tournament is good. I think the tournament is fucking great. I think the tournament is fucking like better than fucking regular season fucking baseball at times to me. So you know, but, yeah, uh, you know that. Yeah, I got to admit, watching, I never thought I'd see Shohei Otani strike out Mike Trout. But that, I mean, that ending as uh, brutal as it was being a U.S. baseball fan, that's not something 
I mean, that's not something you see every day as a teammate striking down another teammate for a title. Yeah, it's it's not it's not you know it's not anything forward with the bigger picture, especially with the regular season or even in the postseason. This doesn't you know this doesn't do anything you know for baseball other than you know put it on a, a grander marketing stage, especially when you got you know the whole of fucking Japan watching one dude, or you know for the most part and whoever. Uh, uh, he's on his team, he's, uh, you know, just to catapult, you know, more marketing for the actual, you know, MLB. But other than that, I don't I, – it's just a marketing ploy to me, um, just to put the game out there uh, to others and the casuals, uh, you know, because every they had, what, 60 million hits because of that Mike, Trike, uh, Mike, Mike Trout, you know, uh, endgame, you know, 60, 70 million hits. That's mostly in, in the, you know, the, the world of fucking Japan and – and uh, and you know Asia Asia markets, but you know U.S. U.S. people U.S. dudes like you know me you and whoever watched the game they don't they don't really care about that they care about the fucking regular season and the playoffs um, for the most part uh, you have you have uh, you know countries that you know if you're Puerto Rican you know Dominican Cuban whatever they care about that because they do that in the Dominican league and the winter leagues you know in the Caribbean for the most part but. Um, other than that, really, the casuals don't really care unless someone else cares. That's that's why you call yourself a casual. So they gotta they gotta cater to those people. And if they see the Shohei Otani's and the Mike Trout's and you know the, the Manny Machado's and the Soto's playing, they of course they're gonna try to have these these people tune into them. So uh, I don't I don't I don't think it's you know warranted not to play. But I see why people you know, have a hesitation because of the Diaz situation and others. You got Wayne Wright hurt now. You got offered a, a groin injury because he pushed it too much being an older pitcher. Um, and, you know, others others got injured behind it. So, you know, it's just a, a open interpretation uh, going forward. So, yeah. go ahead, Brandon. Finish up. Finish up, Brandon. Go ahead. I mean, uh, uh, Dan. No, you? I'm good. You can go on, Brandon. Oh, you're good. Uh, um, you want to go to, uh, you know, what these fucking teams in the each division are gonna do? Yep. Yeah, we we're gonna we're gonna do uh, predictions. Okay. Um, I'm gonna just throw it out there. Um, uh, I'm gonna throw it out there first, and then y'all can talk about it. Um, I think uh, I the Mets are not making the World Series. Uh, the Mets are basically gonna barely, you know, be in a wild card situation. Um, if they keep acting the way they do, um, I still think they're gonna make the playoffs. Um. I'm going to, I'm going to say the just just the way how things are working out. Uh, I think the Braves are going to win the East. I think the the Phillies is going to be in the conversation of being the top wild card um, because they have you know better a better death, put it that way. Um, I think the Mets will be the last or the second to last wild card with the with the Padres, just like last year. Um, I think the, the by default, I'm going to have to throw the Yankees out there uh, to win the AL East because that's what they do every fucking year. Um, so is the Astros. But I'm going to give you some surprises. I don't think the Cardinals are going to win the fucking Central. I think it, I'm going to go with what my man Cousins say. I think the fucking Chicago Cubs is the fucking one to look out because that team is a veteran-laden team. Um, they have a lot of good underrated players, even though that they lost Contreras. And their pitching staff is pretty decent, okay, pretty decent. So I'm going to prick a surprise because it's never chalk. I'm going to say Chicago's going to win the Central in the NL. 
And then I'm going to have the Dodgers winning the division and the Padres winning one of the wild cards. So you have uh, the Braves, the Dodgers, the Cubs, the, the, the Mets, Padres, and the Phillies. Those are my NL teams. Um, uh, the Yankees will win the AL East. Uh, I got the Cleveland Guardians. I got, uh, I got the Houston Astros. Those are the division winners. And then I have, I have Texas winning one of the wild cards. And then I have, uh, you know, I'm going to do smooth or solid. I think the Angels are going to make the playoffs. Uh, so I have Texas and the Angels making the playoffs. I don't think anyone from the AL East other than the Yankees is going to make the fucking playoffs. Bro. So that would be my prediction for the playoff teams. And I think because this dude, this dude is going to show, you know, the world again that he's the best player in the game. Um, I think the Angels are actually going to make it to the ALCS. Uh, against the fucking Houston Astros, and I think the Astros going to World Series again. Um, they're gonna be playing the fucking Braves again. So and we're gonna that, beat them. Bet it. Yeah, they're gonna play. Go ahead. Hold on, hold on Lindsay. Hold on, Lindsay. They, they're gonna be playing the Braves again. Um, so uh, I think it's gonna be Astros Braves, but that's gonna be <laughs> my. Position. Everybody say goodbye to Lindsay, man. Yeah, <laughs> Ed, there's one team you didn't mention. I'm kind of shocked because we've talked about this. You know who I'm about to talk about. What? Yeah, I don't care about I don't care about Seattle. Seattle is fucking. You know, I don't listen. Dude, I think they're Seattle. Seattle is is one year away to me. They had a good year last year. You don't think they get a wild card even? Nope. I think Seattle has a better record than the Angels, bro. Nope. No, I think the I think the Angels gonna fucking wouldn't make the playoffs for some reason uh, because Otani is a free agent. And that's why. Uh, uh, I'm up, bro. No, go ahead, go ahead, B. go ahead, uh, uh, cousins uh, or Eddie or B. Go ahead. All right, so. uh NL East, bend the knee. Atlanta's fucking winning the division. Philly second. Mets third. NL Central, Cardinals. Uh, I, I agree with you to with the Cubs to an extent, but uh, they, they don't have the pitching to me to, to make a fucking run. I think Milwaukee's going to trade everybody off, and I think they're going to be start re- rebuilding, so they're going to be finished. Out West, San Diego's going to win that division by a fucking mile. Uh, I think the Rockies could make a fucking run, possibly. I, I think Arizona might make some noise, too. I think the fucking Pirates are going to be better, too. I think they're going to be better. Uh, so if I'm going to pick the two wild card teams, it's going to be Philly's going to get one, and the second wild card team is going to be the Mets, and that's only if they make a fucking move. If the Mets don't make a move, they're not making the fucking playoffs. It's that simple. The, this offense... Is not good enough to, to make the playoffs, and they are one. They are they are so thin with their pitching and their bullpen. To me, they if they don't make a move, they're fucked. So that's where I'll keep it. Uh, the winners of the NL, it's going to be San Diego. San Diego is going to win the NL, and they're going to be in the World Series. AL, uh, fuck, I I don't want to pick the fucking Yankees, but listen, the the Kings are still the Kings until you fucking uncrown them. Yankees got to win that division. Uh, number two is going to be uh, the Rays. They're going to be the first wild card team. Guardians are going to win that second fucking division. I'm going to pick uh, Astros are going to win that, that AL West by a fucking mile. And there's going to be a lot of teams battling in the AL for that uh, last wild card spot. I think the Orioles can fucking battle, and I think they, they, they could possibly make it. I think uh, Seattle's obviously clearly can make it. I like Texas. I, I think they they can make a run, but I think I think they're still a, a year away. But I think 
Uh, what's his name? The shortstop there is going to have a big fucking year. What, what's his name? The guy from the Dodgers? I, I'm like, Seager, Seager. Seager, Seager. I think he's going to have a fucking big year. So I'm going to go uh, Rays. Fuck it. I'm going to go Rays and Mariners. I, you have to go Mariners just because they got the pedigree. They proved they could win last year. You got to go Rays Mar- Mariners for the uh, wild card team. And... Listen, I'm not I'm not going out on a limb saying fucking Houston's going to win the AL. They're the best team in baseball to me. I, I think they're head and shoulders, the best team in baseball. So it's going to be San Diego and Houston. And I think Houston's going to set precedent and repeat for the first time since the Yankees did in uh, 99 and 2000. So I'm going to go with Houston as the World Series champions. Houston uh, versus San Diego. Let's let's go to Cousins and then B and then um... – and then uh, I want to hear everyone on the panel's predictions. Uh, you know, uh, go ahead, cousins, if you're available. Yeah, I'm here. I I'm gonna give you my NLE shocker. Um, I, I I because the kids got sent down today. It's doom and gloom. I, I told, we knew these were coming. This is Buck running this team. I'm taking the Mets to win a division. Uh, that, that's what I'm taking to win a division. Uh, you know, I love the Cubs. I am so high on the Cubs, Eddie. You said they have no pitching. I'm telling you, they got pitching. They definitely got pitching, and I'll give you a guy who's gonna. He's not a New York guy. He went. Who's their top guy though? Who, who's who's the top guy? The Yankees lost three guys. It, it, it doesn't matter. Like the Cardinals to me are trash. I've seen Arenado in big spots. He folded last year. I'm not a big fan of the Cardinals. Who's the Cardinals' top pitcher? Flaherty, M- Nicolas. <laughs> Steven Matt. Steven Matt. I'm telling you right now that you watch. No, it's Flaherty. Flaherty. He can't stay on the field. He's been trash. He can't stay healthy. I'm telling you right now, I'll give you a guy who is going to have a really good year. Jameis Jameis Tyon is going to have a really good year with the Cubs. It's a perfect spot for him. He's he's not a New York guy. Certain guys can't play here. Jameis Tyon is going to have a good year with the Cubs. I love that. The Cubs brought up steel last year. The Cubs have a lot of good young talent. Dansby Swanson. I, I, I think the Cubs are going to win that division. I think that division's trash, and I think they win the division. And they're like six or seven to one. I, I think it's a it, it's a great bet. Uh, in the West, uh, I mean, I, I'm mind blown by this Dodger love. Like, I look at the Dodgers, I can't believe that. You know, they're supposed to predict to win the most games. Like 96 and a half or something. They're even more than Houston. I think they're 96 and a half, and Houston's 96. But I, I'm going to Padres. I, I, I think the Padres are winning the, the West easily. The one team I would take and to watch is the Arizona Diamondbacks. They got a lot of kids coming in. Yeah, you, you had a couple of pitches, Gallon last year, Merrill Kelly. They had a couple of guys came through. I like the kid Ginkle out of the bullpen. Carroll, McCarthy, they got a lot of young power. In the American League. They traded for Guriel yeah. too. And in the American League, I'm taking Toronto in the uh, American League East. I, I think Toronto's winning. Um, I, I think the somebody said the Central's trash. The, the Guardians are going to win by default. Um, it's hard to go against Houston. Houston's going to win that division. But you know how I feel about Texas. Texas win totals up to 81 and a half. We, Bedge, when that signing came, we tried. We told everybody that number was going to fly up. They got a lot of good young players. I think Simeon's going to bounce back, and I love Bruce Bochy. Bruce Bochy is a great manager. He is he is going to turn that team around. It's probably going to, you know, they're not going to win a World Series next year. Probably might not even make the playoffs, but I, I love Bruce Bochy, and you guys know how I feel about my guy Jake. And as and as far as the, the World Series, I, I'm going San Diego, and I'm going Houston. I, I, I don't see anybody, unless injuries hit Houston, that's going to beat them in the, 
in the AL. So that's to me, those are my picks. And I'm going to give you the shock if San Diego wins the World Series. Oh, my God. Uh, B, go ahead, bro. All right, I'm going to give you a – I'm going to go Eastern World Series because I got to make a phone call at 1030. So I'm going to give it – I'm gonna give me. I'm gonna give my thing, and Lindsey agrees with me. So I, I'm. I'm gonna give mine. Um, I think the NL East, the way the way it's shaping up. First of all, my only threat ever to me, and this is with the injuries, was the Mets. And I don't like what they're doing with the with the with the uh, the lineup. I hate it. I think it's like self. I don't know what the word what that word is. Uh, whatever it's called. Self inflicted. It's self. It's self inflicted. Like for no reason. Like they're just giving wins up. I, I. I don't. I don't. I don't understand it. And I'm not. And I'm gonna stand on that. I. I really think that's gonna like mess them up. But um, I'm not. Everybody knows. I don't bend the knee to no brave. Bend the not, fucking knee, B. I'm not. I'm not scared of the, the one team that I am not. I. Ha, I have no fear in my heart. No fear in my soul. No fear in my body or in my fandom of is the Atlanta Braves. I never will. I will not bend the knee to them. They bent the knee to us. Um, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the uh, I'm gonna take the Phillies to win a division, and I'm gonna take I don't even know who what the what the order is gonna be. I just can't stand what the Mets are doing. I think it's it's it's, it's someone needs to be fired because I just think they're giving up wins, and I could be wrong, and I'll say it if I'm wrong, but I think they're giving up wins and. Uh, I think Houston is going back to the World Series. I don't think you can stop that uh, in the AL. I just, I just don't, I just don't think you can stop it. Um, they're a really good team, and um, I, I, I have to, I have to say, I don't think my team can win the World Series without Reese. I think that's 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 where it's going to hurt us. I think our depth is going to be good. I think we'll make a trade. I even think we'll sign some. We may sign someone else. I think Derek Hall, you know, unless Derek Hall, I think Derek Hall will be good, but I don't think Derek Hall. It's gonna be Reese Hoskins good, and if he if he is, I'll 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 be pleasantly surprised. I think he's a good player. I think he's a better player. He's gonna be better than he was last year. So, but I only think he's gonna play against um, right-handers. I don't think he's gonna play against left-handers unless he totally does something he's not supposed to do. But um, I think I think moves-wise, I know my man. I know my uh, my front office is gonna be very aggressive as long as we uh, stay okay here. For the, I think the first. As much as as much as it didn't matter last year, I think I think the first month of the season for the Phillies is actually really important because we're a little banged up right now with our pitching staff. Um with our pitching staff with with I mean, um we got a, we got our pitching staff is banged up right now. So um first month is gonna be key. Can't get can't go like crazy amount behind in the in the division, can't get beat up really bad. But with the Bryce Harper news with him coming back early, that's that's great. Um, and, uh, so I think they're winning the division, but I think, I think they're not going to win a world series. So I, I don't know about that. I think Houston wins another world series. I, I really don't care who plays Houston. I don't think anybody has nothing for them. Pitching is just, they got, they got really good pitching. So you saw it last year, they got really good players. Um, and I, I, I think they'll win it again. I, I just, I just don't see, you know, but injuries can change things. Trades can change things. For for teams like, like like if the Mets went out and got Shohei Otani or some shit like that, some crazy like that, that obviously changes everything because of because of what they have, you know what I mean. So if that is if that is what they're doing, you know that changes everything. Um, 
and that could happen. You never know. I mean, I don't think anybody would be happy in here about it happening, but if it did happen, I think you and you're giving up all prospects, like I mean, that'd just be you have your top three in the rotation plus your fourth would be just filthy. Dude, be Yuli Gurriel would have been perfect for y'all to replace him at first base, but he just now signed, literally. Yeah, I, I think I think they're gonna let Derek Hall go. Um, people were talking about Voight. I don't think they're going to sign Voight. Their call, they're going to get their call. Had a pretty good spring. Um, their call just they was talking about Miguel Sano for you guys, bro. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to sign any of those. I don't think they're gonna, I think they're going to give their call a real shot. So I don't think they're going to sign Voight. But that, but the team is good. The team is good, even even without you know what I'm saying, without Reese Hoskins. Who who who, who you got in the World Series, bro? I don't know. I don't know yet. I just I know I got Houston in the World Series. Pick a right. fucking team, bro. I don't pick a team, bro. He has the Mets. He has the Mets. You can say the Phillies. I don't even want to say the Phillies, bro. You know what? Well prepared, be well prepared. He DM me. Yeah, what the fuck? No, no. I had I, I had I had to go. I have to make a call. That's why I couldn't go through the whole thing. No, be so fired, bro. I know, I know, but 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 I, I think it's it, it's going to be Houston. I don't know. I think everything like it's hard to it's hard to pick. With everything going on, and you know there's going to be trades, so it's 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 like if, if the Mets if the Mets make that move and they go get Otani, bro, they're it should be right now. Who make, you pick do? a fucking team, Jesus bro. Jesus Christ, bro! Come on, Yankees Braves, bro. Say Yankees Braves. No, they gonna be the Braves. They gonna be the Braves. The Braves are not going to the World Series. <laughs> Pick I, I, a I, fucking I, team. I will say. Let, I will let me say let right have B, let me have B think about it for a minute since he just got off the fucking phone call. Let me get to yeah. other people. Yeah, but the Braves, the Braves aren't going to win the World Series. They're not going to the World Series. They're not going to be in the World Series. They're going to be, they're going to be licking boots. They oh my God. They, they stink. Mo, 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 who you got? Who you got? And then I'll go down the line. <laughs> Fuck the Phillies. Fuck Philadelphia. Yeah, man. Fuck the. It made me hate fucking the Phillies even more than I hate. Bro, I wanted. I, I wanted to make y'all hate the Phillies a little bit more tonight. I, I just wanted to make you hate them. Come on, bro. Come on. For the NL, the East, I'm taking the Braves. Central, I'm taking um, – I'm still taking St. Louis. Uh, and I'm taking San Diego for the wild card, the Dodgers and the Mets. Uh, fuck the Phillies. You got, the, um, you got a, one more wild card team. One more wild card. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't want to say the Phillies. It's the Phillies, but I don't, I don't want to say that either. But uh, for the East, I'm taking the Yankees and Cleveland, obviously, and Houston – and for the wild card, I'm not. I'm gonna take the Dodgers and uh, the Rays. Um, I, I I think my Dodgers in, in the AL, bro. Come on. No, he, uh, I'm Dodgers sorry, not the Dodgers. Sorry, the, not the Dodgers. I'm sorry. I'm t- um, both. I'm taking them both coming out of my division as well. The Rays and Toronto. I think. But I think my division is gonna be better this year than people think it's, it's usually been. I think it's going to be a good division this year, bro. And for the World Series, uh, I'm, I'm never – I'd kill myself before I say the fucking Astros. But um, that team but down in Texas – No, I'm not going to say that anymore. With the team down in Texas. And for – I fucking hate you, Lindsay, so much. I don't know why I say it. And then uh, I'm taking San Diego. Yeah, a lot of San Diego, bro. A lot of San Diego. I don't know, but I have a lot of talent. If they can stay healthy – and, again, the biggest thing is always health in, in any sport – but if they stay healthy, bro, and the pitching holds up for them, and these guys can hit the ball, bro, San Diego's a good fucking team, man. San Diego's a good fucking team. 
and they, they took a step last year too. That's why. Yeah, I but, but, yeah but they're a good fucking team, bro. If they, I agree. If they, if they, if they stay healthy, bro, and these guys just give you what they have to do just to average, they're a fucking solid team, man. I can't wait for the fucking Padres dream team to Ed, fucking collapse this year. Boy. Ed, Ed, how many more years does Soto have left? One year after this, right? Uh, two. Free, he's a free agent in 2025. So after next year, got you. Two 2025. more years, yeah. 2025. So after the 2024 season. Yep. Ed, let me tell you something, bro. Volpe starts. He's starting for us this year from the beginning. And you see Praza come up early and play, play a lot as well. And you see Volpe and Praza both in the infield. And the Yankees pitching stay healthy, bro. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Yankees win 100 games. That, that's, that's, the, that's the key, bro. The Yankees pitching can't – it's not going to be able to stay healthy. Bro. Yeah, that, right. that's the main thing. If the Yankees pitching can stay healthy and these young guys are playing, bro, I wouldn't be surprised to watch the Yankees go far again and just watch the Yankees I, and Houston battle it out. I think Rizzo and Judge have to stay healthy, too. I think that's very important that those two stay healthy. Judge, I, I, think I think LeMayhew needs to hit. I think LeMayhew needs They need a beta, too, man. Lemayo needs to get on the team. Who's their starting yeah, he five? Needs, he needs these to guys on the IL, their pitching staff. It's disgusting, bro. It's disgusting. But their bullpen is like that. That's all you. Clark Schmidt is starting the second game for them. It's disgusting, bro. They got they got Herman back in the fucking rotation. Herman was good for them in the second half. It, it, it's, it, they got no. Their rotation is disgusting with these dudes on the fucking but, in the engine. But their bullpen always comes through. That's one thing about Cashman. Every fucking year he does it. He produces the top five bullpen. You, that, and that's why I like Yankees. I have, that's it. Um, well, that's the oops. thing. Boone usually overworks the bullpen. That's the problem. They have a great bullpen, but Boone usually fucking overworks them by the time June gets it's there. It's because the first four months we pitch our, play, our pitchers just three fucking innings, and you'll see fucking five pitchers a fucking game. But then you're going to have – you have Cole. Let's see if Cole continues to play well. We'll see what happens with Rodon with his health. We'll see what happens with Cortez and his health. We'll see what happens with Severino and his health. Everyone's depending on health. But the five should have been Cole, Rodon, Cortez, Severino, and then Armand. So we'll, we'll see how everyone stays healthy. But Montas was fucking disgusting. So <laughs> to me, it all depends on health. It's for every, every, every big team to me right now, it's their health. For every Didn't somebody right go now. down today for the Yankees? Yankees fucking the, the, the Yankees are going to be injured every single day, Lindsay. Hey, you know. Edge, I got a question before you go to the next person, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Shoot, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Why? Why is everyone writing the Mets off over the lineup that's been released for one game? I, like, I, I don't, I don't get it. Like, he Damn can be rough. sent. I know he can be sent down as fast as he was. Hold they won't, up. though, Lindsay. They yeah, won't. but they might. So why are we? We're making these predictions, oh and y'all are writing God. off the, the Mets, and because the they had fucking, a chance to write their wrong. They got the two best fucking pitchers in baseball. What are we doing? No, one of the best pitchers. They in they definitely Texas. don't. No, Scherzer and Verlander are two top pitchers. I, what? what? Max got to stay healthy for me. Like I, I and I and listen, B was all over it last year. Max got a little lucky in, in a couple of spots. He he had a lot of runners on. I, I don't think it's – Verlander, I won't take it away. I think he was the best pitcher in baseball last year. But I, I think Max Scherzer has dropped down now where he is. You want to tell me he's a top 10 starter in baseball? I'll agree with you. He's not one of the two best anymore. Yeah, but – and you have Senga. Like, I'm just surprised that nobody's predictions have the Mets and they have – I mean, I, I'm, I'm just I, shocked I have by this, honestly. Yeah. Yo, Met fans, Cousins, Edge, uh, Eddie, all of you. Who do you think has the best bullpen right now in baseball? 
the, the Astros. The Astros. I, I, I don't. I don't. Oh, yeah, think the, I don't. I don't think the Astros have the best bullpen. We, gave, we didn't lose. A, we didn't lose anyone. I don't Braves think. I think, I think the Braves bullpen. The Braves got the best bullpen in fucking baseball. Hey, well, what's his name? The, the Dodgers uh, still have a good bullpen. I, I, I don't, even, no, I don't think it's close either. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. I don't think it's close either. If if, if when they're healthy. But right now, I, I I don't I don't know because for the simple well, fact that for the simple fact that bullpen is so up and down. But on paper, I think the Braves got the best bullpen. The Twins have a very good bullpen, also. No, you got to count. Guardians, Guardians have, have a fucking oh, great God, bullpen. Seattle Guardians. got a Seattle got a Seattle got a good bullpen too. Go Guardians too. I feel like the American League. A lot of the teams in the American League have good bullpen. I mean, I like the Yankees bullpen as well. I think a lot of American League teams have good bullpens. The Yankees have a really good bullpen. Usually, yeah, I, I like strong. my bullpen, bro. We have yeah, Holmes, we have Loisica, we have Peralta still. I we think have Loisica's close, bro. We have Marinaccio, we, we, Michael King. I mean, we, we have some good guys, bro. I think Loisica should close, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree with I agree with Keith. He should have been close this last year, but you know, I don't know. But I I think. When fully healthy, I think the Braves have the most fucking depth of the, any bullpen in fucking baseball. Bro. They they, they handle teams. the bullpen the best. They, That's they, the thing. They, no, I, I, bro, listen, listen, bro. Uh, I handle and actually have, you know, pound for pound, you know, what they have. They have six dudes that could throw 97 on fucking better out of that bullpen, bro. Remember the name Rios is so fucking disgusting It's not even funny And I'm not even talking about Jimenez neither Because that's the dude that I wanted the Mets to get And the fucking Braves got him So I, listen I, I, give, I don't like the Braves starters I, I'm, I think there's going to be a regression there Other than Freed because he's pissed the fuck off That the Braves don't want to pay him I think there's going to be some type of regression With the, with the Braves starters But the the shit that's gonna hold the Braves together is their fucking the the bullpen death and it's gonna be fucking they they got disgusting dudes coming out of the fucking bullpen. The only reason I wouldn't say the Phillies because Phillies have all fucking wild things on their fucking staff. They got all dudes that can fucking strike you out, strike dudes out, or they can walk the fucking. They ballpark. got they got throwers. Yeah. They don't got pitchers. Yeah, they. They, nah, they but I'm a, looking at Atlanta right now. It's fucking, it's fucking holy it, shit. It, yep. it, it, they, they have the best bullpen in baseball. Minto, Iglesias, McHugh, Jimenez, Lee, Licky, Chavez, Yates. Holy fuck! Bro. They, they have the best bullpen depth in baseball to me. I, they could withstand injuries from fucking, you know, the bullpen. I, ten I, deep, bro. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 they have. I, I, I don't praise the Braves a lot. You know, I hate them. I, I, I hate them with a fucking passion. But I, I got to give them credit for one thing. They got a fucking good fucking bullpen, bro. They got a very good bullpen. Bend, bend the fucking knee. Fuck you, Eddie. Bend the knee. Shit, bro. Fuck bend the knee. Fuck the fuck out of here, bro. I'm not bending shit. Mo, chill out. <laughs> but um, I'll say one thing before I, you know, start to wrap this shit up because, you know, I got to go. Otani is going to be MVP unanimously, and he will win the Cy Young, too. He's going to be the first player to fucking win both awards in fucking antique to do things that no one's seen him do before. He's going to hit 50 fucking homers. He's going to win 20 games. And he's going to be the fucking, he's going to make 600 fucking million. Watch this shit. Watch. Aaron Judge didn't show you who's on the page. Nope. 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 <laughs> no, nope. Aaron Judge is done. Nope. Aaron done. Judge. Aaron Judge. Oh, fuck, he said 60 money. homers. People tell me he's Yo. done. Yo, he's oh, watched oh, a month of baseball. Come on, oh. man. Like, 
bold. Yeah, let, let me enjoy my month, Edge. Let me just Aaron enjoy Aaron Judge got his money. It's time for Aaron Judge to get injured. Yeah, he's chilling now. He he's got his money. He's going to get injured again, bro. Watch. He got his blood. Let, let me enjoy a month before my blood pressure goes up, bro. Please. You only got like six days left, bro. Yo, shout out to the New Jersey Nets for beating Miami Heat by 30 points. Continue. They pulled it off? That's great. They won by 30, bro. That's great. Hey, who great. in here made the comment about Tibbs earlier? Yeah, me. That was me. That's Buckshow with his fucking butt buddy or bed buddy. Yeah, so, and Aaron Boone and Cashman, bro. They, they all have yeah, a no, no. Boone, Boone is a fucking – Boone got fucking Louis Rojas. He's taking a cue from him. So, listen, it's, it's all good. But um, I think Otani's MVP, and I think – I'm going to say this. I, I'm, I think – I think it's gonna be an all Japanese fucking fucking uh, MVP, you know, for both leagues, bro. That's why you, you know you how see, I feel about who, my Japanese. Who would the other player? one be? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You see this Seiya Suzuki dude? Watch this dude have a monster year. Well, I'm just gonna just be. He's hurt, what? Yo, he's gonna have a monster no, fucking year, bro. Wait, I'm sorry. Who does he play for? I don't Cubs. even know who this is. That's why the Cubs are making the playoffs because he's gonna have a monster year. What's his name? Seiya Suzuki. Seiya, okay. Yoshida's good too, man. No, Yoshida's very good, but I don't think Boston is going to be shit this year. So, um, they're going to be fucking in, you know, the top of the draft. They're going to be trash. So, yeah, they're going to suck. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be fucking trash. I think it's going to be all Japanese. This is the world. This is the fucking, you know, the year the Japanese players. I think Singer going to be fucking rookie of the year for the NL. I think the fucking. Uh, Seiya Suzuki is going to be the NL fucking MVP. I think fucking Otani is going to be unanimously the fucking uh, MVP fucking, uh, for fucking uh, for for the Angels. And he's going to win the Cy Young Award. Um, and yeah, that, those are my three bold ones. Those are my three bold ones. I got, I got, I got Otani as MVP too, man. I think that's a lock. That man is going to do things that we never seen before. And fucking since since you know we've been born, I'm telling you, he's. He's locked in. He's going to basically get the contract he deserves from some team, and you're going to see. Watch. He's going to do some wild, crazy shit, bro. Watch. I got Soto in the NL winning MVP. I don't, I don't think Soto is the same player. I think he's like a kind of like – He's hurt like too, right? Soto's going to have – He's got to – And I don't like that. I, I think the MVP is going to be the Lindora Turner. And whoever wins it is winning the division. And that's – I was thinking about turning for a while this year. I absolutely I, love him this year. I love, I love him every year. <laughs> he's forty. He's forty to one to win the MVP. I play, I bet him last year. Um, That's not bad. Tony uh, Turner. I, you know, B got the hex on him, bro. Every time That's B talks with the U, I, 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 I am it. not touching Turner. I was bro, thinking about because, it, but I backed nope, away because of B. No, nope, he, he, he said, <laughs> he said. He said Reese Hoskins was better than Alonzo. Reese Hoskins and then boom. Tore, tore <laughs> the next he said, day. He said, he said, hold on, hold on, hold on, Keith. He said, he said fucking the, the bullpen is better, is the one of the best in baseball, or one of the better, you know, bullpens in baseball. Soto's hurt with a foot injury or toe injury. Fucking, uh, what's this? Uh, 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 Sir Anthony Dominguez got a shoulder issue. So, it's, it's, listen, I, I like the Phillies team on talent, but they are – a wild, they are wild cards all over the place, bro. I, I, B is the truest jinx of all jinx. And when, <laughs> when, I thought Smooth was a jinx, but no, he might be holding hands with fucking fucking B. All right, nah. So but who did B end up picking I, I got, for the outside for his division? 
He and didn't pick Phillies, any. He, he said, said the, the Phillies, Phillies will win the division. division. He didn't pick nobody for the World oh, Series. Shot. No I, fucking shot. I got uh, Bellinger or Tatis winning comeback player of the year. No way, uh, Bellinger. No way. I like yeah. Bellinger. Bellinger or Tatis, one of those. Bellinger? Bellinger or Tatis. Yeah, I'm telling you. That's and a then uh, in the AL, comeback player of the year is going to be Buxton. I think he's going to have a big year. He's one of the he's best players healthy. in baseball, hands down. Uh, then the I'm going to go uh, MVP. I'm going to go. Fuck it, Arenado's gonna no Machado's gonna win MVP. Should have won it last year. And then I'm gonna go AL MVP. All right, I said him before. Let's say it again. Seager, I think he's gonna have a big fucking year. He had a good year last year, nothing. People slept on him. He led the lead. He led all shortstops in home runs last year. Yeah, I People think he's got a bigger. He's year. very good. No, he's very good. Very good. Um, and they, that park is a pitcher's park too. Pitchers park. Oh, Cy Young. I forgot this. Uh, I'm gonna go out of limb. I say fucking Garrett Cole's gonna win the Cy Young. No, it's the Justin Yankees. Verlander back back. Oh, yes, sir. Garrett Cole, NL, baby, talk your shit. NL Cy Young, I'm gonna go. Please, let him finish, please. Thank you. Fuck. Um. Shit, I don't know who the fuck to pick in there. Ah. Uh, fuck it, Nola. He's on a contract year. He looked good today. Um, let me get to Smooth, and let me get to Drew, and then I'm probably going to wrap it up. If y'all want to open something else, um, you know, uh, just to under the yeah, – Eddie, if you want to throw something for the, you know, under the three-in-one account so you can continue conversation, go ahead. I got to – Yeah, Edge, I got to go, guys. So, appreciate everybody coming yeah. in and supporting, yeah. and, you know, it was a good yeah, time. a couple of days away. So, thanks, everyone. Yeah, appreciate y'all. Appreciate everyone. Let me get these last two guys in. And then uh, I'll wrap it up. You know, we'll see us, you know, for opening day after the game. Um, you know, uh, Mets are kings of the opening day, you know, opening day. So um, put your money down. You know, they're going to win the opening day despite how contra pitching. Trust me, they always do. So, uh, Smooth, let's go ahead. Yo, what's up, y'all? I just had to make sure I came through for my boys. Um, so I, I think for the, um, for the National League, as far as um, division winners, um, I think I'm going to go ATO for the uh, NL East until somebody proves they can, you know, take their spot. Um, I will go with uh, – I actually like, for some reason, the Cubs to make uh, – to win a division. Um, at NL West, um, I got the Dodgers as well. Um, I think for the uh, three wild cards um, – Definitely the Padres. I, I think um, I gotta add the uh, the Phillies, and I, I gotta add the. I still think the Mets will still make it. I, I just I, I just don't see them falling off the map to where they don't make the playoffs. So those would be my teams as far as um, you know in the NL, and I would say for the AO. Um, I mean I, I fucking hate Houston, um, but but you know Houston's gonna win a division. There's nobody in their class right now. In the division, um, I think in the AO uh, Central, um, I think the Twins are going to win it. It's just my opinion. Um, the AO East, I think I'm going to go with Toronto. I think Toronto is going to win that division. Um, as far as the wild cards, um, I have the Angels. I have um, the Yankees. And uh, for the last spot, um, I, I, I got to go with Seattle. Um, I, I think Seattle's still a good team. As far as... Um, ALCS, 
I really think the Angels are going to be really good this year. I know numbers. I know what Vegas says. They're not going to win over. I think it's uh seventy something games or whatever it is. I, I get right it. now. Eighty four. Eighty four. I said they would win over eighty five. So, um, I just think that because we're healthy, I think that's the biggest factor. Uh, you know, going forward, um, we just haven't been healthy. That's why we keep losing all these damn games. So. I think this is the year, man. I think this is the year that we're going to surprise a lot of teams. Um, I don't think uh, Houston's going to be as good as people think they are because um, it, it's just hard to keep going to the World Series every year. Um, and I know they're really good, and it seems like nobody can beat them. But I don't think they're even going to the World Series. It's just my opinion. Um, so I'm going to run, run with my boys going to the uh, World Series. Um, I think we're going to surprise a lot of people. Um, I don't even think the uh, I don't even think the uh, the Astros go to the ALCS in my opinion. It's just the way I feel. Um, I, I can't stand them, uh, so I, I hate giving them credit. But I think someone's gonna knock them off. I think if we play them before the ALCS, I think we'll beat them in a seven game series. And I know it's gonna be asinine because they won the World Series. They got all the better players, but you know, with this being Otani's last year, I think we're gonna be really good. I just really do, um, and I think the numbers that he's going to put up is going to be insane. Um, I I think he's going to win over twenty games. Um, you know, I think he's going to be you know the MVP as well. Um, you know, that's just my take, man. I, I just uh, I think in the you know as far as the teams, I would have uh, the Padres and the Angels and the Warriors, and I think we're going to beat them. Um, it's just the way I feel. I I think it's time that we. Uh, make the damn playoffs. You still got to get there first. So, you know, you got to win your games. But um, the biggest thing I got going in my direction right now is just the fact we're healthy. Um, and I think as a team, we made a lot of uh, solid signings. Not saying that they're superstars or anything like that. But, you know, um, I liked how they improved the team because anytime one of our great players would get hurt, we just didn't have anything even close to keep us competitive. Uh, and, and I think that with some of the signings that we made, um, they fixed a lot of those issues. So, you know, injuries are a part of the game. You never know what's going to happen. But I, I just think for me, um, it's going to be a lot more different than what people think it is. You know, of course, everybody's going to go with Houston Astros. Um, Lin- I know Lindsey, I-, I love you, Lindsey, but fuck the Houston Astros. They're in my division. I don't care. Um, you know, I'm not bound down to anybody. Um and I, I just – I think we're going to be really good, man. I think we're going to win over 85 games. Um, I think we'll win at least 90. That's just my my opinion because um, we got some solid pitching now too, and I think uh, we fixed the bullpen a little bit as well. So, um, you know, we're going to be right there. There's going to be a lot of good teams, and especially in the AL West. Um, I think, you know, Texas is going to be pretty solid too. But um, – I think because this is Otani's last year, you know, they're going to really try to convince him to stay. And if we make the playoffs, I I personally think that um, he's going to really seriously consider coming back. I don't think money is going to be the issue. Like, whatever he wants, you know, the Angels will match that offer. There's no way that they're going to get outbid by any other team. It's just not happening. There's no way they want to let go of that player. Um, so I'm not necessarily worried about the money. 
my thing is, is if we miss the playoffs, he's gone. That's just the way I feel. But if we make the playoffs and we make noise in the playoffs, then you're showing your – I think he's the best player on the team, and it's not even close. But I just feel like, you know, if we show him like, hey, we made the playoffs and we went – look at how far we went, it would be, you know, of course, you know, he's going to do what's best for him. But the further you go in the playoffs, the more convincing it is to say, hey, look, we didn't win the World Series, but look at how far we got. We got a really good team now. If you go somewhere else, they're not going to be as good as we are, you know, especially if we go far. So, you know, again, like, we'll see. That's just my opinion, though. I only need to cut you off, bro, but I got to go, okay? so um, Are you good, brother? I just wanted to make sure I came through. Yeah, I appreciate you, though, bro. Um, Yo, Eddie, if you want to start something up, um, just to continue the conversation uh, under the three and one, you could do that. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, uh, appreciate everyone coming in. Uh, we'll see you on Thursday once after the after the games are over uh, to talk baseball uh, once again. Uh, shout out to everyone that came in, U uh, Stadium, uh, VSN. Um, you know, uh, all your guys that spoke. Um, you know, it was fun. I just got to get back in the groove of shit. Uh, you know, just uh, you know, watching baseball because. Uh, too much, uh, you know, Nick stuff going on, and I'm sick of that shit anyway. So I'm glad that baseball is back. And, you know, uh, we'll see what happens within the season. But the mess pissed me off and pissed everyone off today. So I dry taste in the fucking mouth. But, uh, Eddie, uh, per usual, uh, I appreciate you. Uh, stay sucker free as usual. Uh, peace out.